This is a hose head. Production! Jeffrey Dahmer, soaked in blood. The Unabomber blowing up. Waco, Texas, and Heaven's Gates. Aliens modified, men from apes. Hitler faked his death and then escaped. Bigfoot and the Mothman. Son of Sam talking to dogs again. Witches, ghosts, and goblins. Mysterious noise and hauntings. Dark arts in the skull and bones. Most celebrities are probably clones. So if you're feeling all alone, crack a beer and get stoned. I welcome you to the podcast, Strange Brew. What did the bed say, or what did the blanket say when it fell off the bed? What? You're going to get cancer and you're going to die. I thought it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome, everybody, to the show. Welcome. Welcome. How you doing? How you doing? Man, my balls are shaved. My pubes are trimmed. I'm ready to fucking rock this shit. <laughs> it's a big day. Yes. I'm going to have a good day. Awesome. What is going on, everybody out there? I am one of your hosts, Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson. Uh, for the people watching the video, I'm wearing a bandana because Canada goes from snow to 27 degrees. Bro, it's snowing next week, eh? You see I that? heard that. Isn't that fucked? Our weather is bipolar, but maybe if they stop spraying chemicals into the sky, maybe it would even out a little bit. Did you hear Selena Gomez is bipolar? Why? What? Being bipolar isn't such a bad thing. Do you like Selena Gomez? I think she's hot. Welcome, everybody, back to the show. Like I said, I am Tomcat, a.k.a. Tom Thompson, and who else do I have here? That's Billy. I heard it's retarded or something. That's that, that's that then. There yeah. you go. That's, that's, that's... <laughs> I like that one. Welcome, everybody. This is uh, a lot of fun. This is going to be a lot of fun. Um, what are we doing? I got this article from Grunge, and it's all about the great drug binge. Ooh. So, I did one of those ones. Yeah, I think we all did. <laughs> so to bring this episode in, I'm gonna we're gonna do something uh, slightly fun for the the people watching. Is uh, we're gonna show some offensive ads to get this started because okay. at when we'd get into the dr- great drug binge, essentially it was a time when drugs were pretty much legal and put into everything, and you know you had you know housewives doing fucking morphine and and heroin mm. and all sorts of stuff, right? All the it's, housewives doing. Heroin? Yeah. It's Sorry, before. heroin? Yeah. Well, what, a what? version of opium. Okay. So, you know, you know, you know, it's. You with them magic markers. What you think this is? Some kind of cram? No. Take that cap off and sniff it. And you'd be high. <laughs> Anything can be a drug, honestly. Um, so I, I thought for a fun idea before we really dive into this episode, um, we're going to show some fun ads. Sure. Beer will change the world. I don't know how, but it will. That's funny. I like that ad. Yes, yeah, so it's do I. Ad. Um, I. I'll get you to uh, to read these off. Sure. Um, as we go through this. Sorry, just making sure. So, you know, everybody, you know, who doesn't love drugs? Nancy Reagan, she loves drugs. Drugs help us create love and hope and trust and confidence. And the cocaine makes me happy. 
It does. <laughs> it does. That's for fact. a while. It also fucks your whole life. Don't yeah, do yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. It, it can really fuck your whole it's life. It's really, up. really good for like 15 minutes and really bad for like it's eight like, hours. It's like a good for like a, a year and then it can go drastically downhill. A year a year is a little excessive. I should not be in front of you today. Drugs and alcohol have ruined my life. <laughs> I don't know about the alcohol, but um, well, there's, there's I have a, a full movie glass full of vodka water from my Scream 6 cup. There you go. Yes. Shout out First Class Horror. Go check that out because me and Aaron did three and a half hours in the first three Scream movies and probably a new out of three and a half hours on, on the, the last next three the next. Scream movies. Yes, exactly. Billy, you want to read this one out for me and describe it for the audio listeners as we go sure. through? Sure. You mean women can open it? It's a. It's hey, you mean women can open it? It uh, it looks like ketchup. Yes, it's it's a tomato sauce. Oh, okay. Uh, and she's very excited the fact that she can open it without a man's help. <laughs> yes. That's, so yes to drugs. I miss to those the point days. of making others uncomfortable. Those are good days. What have we got next? More doctors smoke camels than any other <laughs> cigarette. Oh, I can't read that fine print. I know, print. but describe what it is. <laughs> it's a doctor. Or it's a man claiming to be a doctor, I'm sure, yes. uh, saying that camel smokes are, the, I, I guess, healthy in a way. Yeah. Um, where if you're worried about your health, your doctor wants you to smoke camels. Camels were a good cigarette. They were a good smoke. I like I've them. I've never had a camel. So the when I worked at the... I steel, miss smoking, but every time I have a smoke, I'm like... Wow. Yeah, it makes you fucking vomit. So I, when I worked at the steel shop, there was a guy that went over to the States all the time. When he came back, he always had camels. and like, they, they were fucking good. Like, I like really? them so much more than our smokes. Yeah, no, I didn't like Cuban cigarettes. It tastes like a fucking cigar roll. When I... Well, it basically fucking is. Yeah. Um, when I went to Cuba... I, I think I told the story before. I smoked so fucking much that week. By like day four, when I talked, it sounded like I had a trachea. And I couldn't get rid of it for like six hours. I was talking like this. Wow, that's And fucked. I was like, this is, I couldn't just, my voice, I couldn't bring it back to normal. I tried so hard and it was just like, yeah, it's over there. Well, it, it, it's even when I went to Cuba, because I smoked back then, uh, and I, I would smoke every day. And it was so hot that I was like, why am I doing this? It's hot. like when it's like boiling hot out, it's fucking hard to really enjoy a cigarette. I actually, when I did smoke, enjoyed cigarettes in the winter more than the summer. Oh, you go yeah? outside for a break and you're hot at work or whatever, and then you're just inhaling like smoke mm. and it's making you feel worse because obviously your blood, uh, your heart rate and fucking blood pressure goes up. So you sweat more. Mm-hmm. Yeah? yeah. So for everyone listening to this, we, we do tell you to indulge. Drink up. Be mad. Drink. Welcome. Perfect. Why do you got so much Chappelle in here? <laughs> because <laughs> guess what? He talked a lot about drugs on the Chappelle show. I guess. So it. that's kinda it kinda fit into place. That's Next good. one, Billy. What we got? Gillette baby? Gillette safety razor. Oh, it's a safety razor, so it's a baby shaving. Why is that offensive? Because it's a baby shaving. Begin early. Shave yourself. It's telling a baby to use a fucking razor blade. Oh, that's not what they meant. <laughs> I don't know. I If I saw that out today, that wouldn't even get canceled. Mm, I beg to differ. Uh, they like to cancel everything and everyone. I could see like two Karen emails. Will yeah. pass that? Yep. I, I don't think that's bad. 
That one's fucking funny. Uh, <laughs> what is it? Billy, describe it. Keep her where she belongs, and she is naked staring at a shoe. <laughs> it's obviously for the shoe company. All the men, they're like, what kind of shoes are those? They look like the fucking shoes the leprechaun wears. Those look dope. You would wear those? Like they no, like those look like like fancy ass dress shoes. I kind of like if I had the right suit on, fuck yeah, I'd rock those. They're like those fancy shoes that have like a belt buckle on it, like, like a fucking those, those are shirt. those are dope though. Those are like those are high class dress shoes. All right, this might be one of the most offensive, but oh, there's one. I can't one. wait. I can't wait. <laughs> Four to five men want. I can't read that. Oxford's in the new Van Heusen styles. Van Heusen. And describe what the picture is. Oh, I was like, I was thinking, like, what the fuck's Oxford? (laughs) So fucking bad. Describe the picture. Four four out of five men are, uh, four of them are white. And uh, Oxford's are clearly like ties and dress dress shirts or whatever. So the four to the five white men are all wearing dress shirts and ties. (laughs) And then they have, and then they have a tribal, um, Native person, I guess that is. It would. It's a black guy. Yeah, but it's like tribal black. It's a tribal. It's like an African, like literally a bone through the hair, like racist tribal yeah, he's black like, he, guy. He's not wearing a suit and tie. Why would they guy. even use this shit? They're like, yeah, the guy in Africa doesn't buy our brand, but well, everybody else does. That's what. That's what they're saying. Four to five. Fucking like, wild. We got, that's that's the only one that unless you're that, like you're buying the shit. So crazy. All right, next one. So the harder a wife works, the cuter she looks. Describe it. Uh, it's for he, vitamins for pep. Pep for vitamins. Vitamins for pep for women. I wish I could read that. Could you read that on your computer? Gosh, honey. You seem to thrive on cooking and cleaning and dusting. I'm all tuckered out by closing time. What's the answer? Vitamins, darling. I've always wanted to get my vitamins. So it, it's it's beyond sexist. Like, I wow. I don't understand why this is offensive either. Okay. T- tell I think me I'm really at a point. I'm, I'm really at a touch with offensive shit. So why is this one offensive? Because it's essentially saying that the only thing that wives are good for is cooking and cleaning, and they got to be pepped up with their vitamins so they can cook and clean and dust. So what what's offensive about that? <laughs> Next one. Uh... Borrow his razor if you must, but dot, dot, dot. Now shave as a lady should. New, a revolutionary beauty aid for women to use with a razor. Describe the picture. It's a lady shaving her legs on. As a, she should. As she should. A little stool. As she should oh, shave no, her shave legs. as a lady should. The uh, people, okay, the people that are like, it's a social construct that they like, we shave our legs and armpits. You know, there's, there's women out there that are like super feminists that have hairy armpits and shit like that. And, uh, if you want to do that good for you, I personally wouldn't date you. I like my ladies smooth. I can have a little tough on the vagina though. I can have a little strip, but I would rather have ladies with like, I do find like legs can be attractive. I I think, I think girls are already way more self-conscious of that than we even are. There's like every time, like I'll feel my girlfriend's legs and And she's like, like, they're, they feel fucking fine. Yeah. And she's like, oh my God, like don't. I haven't, I haven't shaved, I haven't in, shaved a day. in weeks. Oh, I and know. I was like, weeks? I was like, there's fucking like, like there's nothing here. <laughs> like, look at mine. <laughs> like, I'm not Billy's like Joe Biden being like, I get the legs, the kids to touch my leg hairs. <laughs> this one is pretty fucked up, to be honest. Hey, can you actually show fucked up ones? I like the four to five men one. 
Uh, love baby soft because innocence is sexier than you think. And That's fucked. Yeah. Up. Show. Tell us what you lo- we're looking at. So it's a very very young girl holding a plush animal, mm. and uh, it's for like I think it's for deodorant. Yeah. Or it's it's yeah. I that fucking looks like lube tubes to be honest. I know it does. Um. But yeah, it's just saying like that that sentence of like a young girl with uh oh is that toilet paper around her? Uh, around that's her, her dress. Oh. But essentially it's it's literally using the image it's of a young girl that, and yeah. saying that young girls are sexy. Innocence is sexier than you think. That's fucked up, man. That's fucked up. Okay. It's everywhere. Look at the Dalai Lama, man. Kiss my tongue, little boy. Kiss my tongue. You hear about that? You hear about that? I have no idea what you're talking about. The Dalai Lama got a fucking little boy to kiss him on the lips, and then he stuck out his tongue and asked the little boy to, like, suck on his tongue. The Dalai Lama. And then it's just like... Tom Brady was getting reps for making his son kiss him on the lips. Yeah. But, like, at the same time, yeah, that's not... uh, To me, the Tom Brady thing, fucking who cares? Like, your kids are... You know, you're supposed to be able to love your... uh, Kissing is a little weird. Yeah, Even my my mom, like, uh, when I was a teenager, be like, give me a kiss. I'm like, I don't fucking... I don't want to kiss you, man. You're my mom. That's saved for ladies. On the lips? No, not on the lips. Isn't that a little weird? That's a little weird. You know? That's that's family. I know it's family, so whatever. If, if there's like, if you kiss and then it gets like harder, then that gets weird, I guess. I don't know. That, it, to me, it's everywhere, right? They're like, that's my thing. I keep saying that. All this shit is everywhere, and everyone wants to act like. And, and they're going to watch babies die and love it because they're good guys. The government's good. <laughs> listening to him scream is one of my favorite i love things. alex jones and i still listen to alex jones and it's entertaining as fuck and there's there is a quite a bit of truth in what he says he just says it in a fucking it's a special way i i like the i i don't know a lot of his uh information got discredited when he started saying you're turning the frogs gay uh that is actually true it turned the fucking that's frogs true gay. that is true you you have that one don't you yeah I do, yeah of course actually. you do that's one of the funniest ones let me see if i can find it It's somewhere in this fucking collage of shit. I got this one. What do you think tap water is? It's a gay bomb, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Oh, maybe it's... uh, Oh, there it is. I don't like them putting chemicals in the water that turn the friggin' frogs gay. That's actually been proven. Do you understand that? That that, uh, that they have done stuff like that. There's a certain... So frogs just stop producing that? No, no, they produce, but they also are, like, supposedly asexual in some fucking way. There is actual, some legitimate science and truth behind... What if they were always asexual? When they're in certain... Um, there's certain to- toxins that are in certain waters that will actually, um, that they will become not gay, but they can, I guess, reproduce asexually. Don't quote me on this fucking shit, but I remember seeing an article how, like, they were talking about how it, Alex Jones was kind of even right about that, that they put, there's certain things in estrogen that they put into the water and frogs were in it and people tested the frogs and it wasn't good, man. They started putting on dresses and weren't, <laughs> fucking kidding. Well, it's not asexual. I'm kidding, everybody. Calm down. So, like, you say they can produce I, by I being don't, gay. Hey, I don't fuck this I'm very curious now. Yeah. You're going to Google it. Can frogs, Be can gay. the water turn <laughs> frogs gay? Chemical castration, white genocide, and male extinction rhetoric. Theorizing gay frogs environment, primarily associated with American shock rock Alex Jones. So They're turning frogs. the frogs gay. What about other animals do all fit? Alex all Jones, five most disturbing and ridiculous conspiracy theories. Ah, whatever. Um, there is... I don't really care that much, to be honest. I do want frogs gay. I bet they would hop and be 
Sassy. <laughs> Whatever that was from. Whatever. There is some truth to that. I know that I um, that I was reading certain articles and people were putting out that there there is what scientists actually tested that where there's certain chemical that went into the water and it caused frogs to fuck other male frog. Well, whatever the fuck. Don't quote did it, me on did this it, shit. I'll did find it the like article. two different ones that are like I only like being a bottom and I only like being a top. Was that I wonder. A thing? I do, do. Do frogs have like a cloaca? Does it like come out? Like I don't know what frogs' penises look like. I'm not gonna go look for it either. <laughs> I want to. I want to Google it. Up. <laughs> have you ever watched uh, frogs having sex? <laughs> it, it's nice to have a girl around the house. Describe the. Oh picture, my god! Baby. It's just. It's like a fucking. It's a rug. So it's a mat. She's a mat. There's a woman that has a mat, and I don't know what it's really for. It's some sort of ad. Legs, Mister Mister Legs, it's called. <laughs> Maybe it's for the pants. It's probably for the pants. Wow, that's fucking crazy. It's yeah. weird. It's weird that they go to that excessive level for an ad. So we are talking about drugs. <laughs> oh, I didn't go. I wanted to be right on the table. Oh, you're close. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> shitty. All right, sounds better. I'm glad it wasn't on the table. <laughs> <laughs> so funny oh it's too high i wanted it to be i'm like so all the audio listeners i uh made some cutouts of cocaine so i want i was trying to place it would be on the table but it didn't necessarily work out coin in the 21st century the great drug brain refers to a period of time in europe and north america from 1870 to 1914 when there was an explosion in the availability of various drugs Mm. when you hear stories about heroin and cocaine being sold at every pharmacy around the corner that that took place during the great drug binge when sherlock holmes was deciding whether he was going to shoot up heroin or cocaine that was the great drug binge and it's when you're could you imagine living that life and that's your problem? Be like, fuck, buddy. He's like, what's what's got you down, Sherlock? And he's like, I just, just don't know how I want to get high tonight. <laughs> we have so many options. So many options. <laughs> get out of here, dude. <laughs> what are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. You're smoking reefers? Yeah, of course <laughs> we are. Can't you smell it? No, Sam. I can't. (laughs) Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give give you a hangover. hangover. (laughs) I get addicted to it or something? It's It's not not habit forming. Habit forming. Okay. Yeah, okay. (laughs) I don't know. I'm addicted. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD (laughs) on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes Makes sex sex even better. (laughs) Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. I think I'd like to have some. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. (laughs) Okay, but just this once. Come on in. That's that is one of the biggest piss offs. Nice. (laughs) That is that is probably my biggest piss off with that whole industry in general is when people say weed's not addictive. It is. Fuck I'm off. addicted to it. Yes, it is. I'm addicted. Like, I've never met one stoner that I'm just, like, can, like, walk out happy as a fucking clam just not being high. Yeah, I It's know. like, no, you, you form habits, and anything can become addictive, but they be they made it, like, 
oh, it's just okay that way. Like, it's fucking addicting. Like, who cares that it's addicting? You can break habits. Yeah. Like, Coffee's addicting. Everything's say, food's addicting. Don't just say, like, oh, no, completely not addictive. You can just live your life and, like, you won't give addictive. two fucks whether you have it or not. Like, fuck off. But people were able to get their hands on cocaine, heroin, opium, absinthe, and more, obviously, and with more with relative ease. Due to their widespread availability, everyone took part in the great drug bridge. But ultimately, it is known exactly how it's not known how many people worldwide were addicted to drugs during the great drug binge because obviously at a time mm. when you had people that like we they didn't even know what mental health was had no clue like fucking suck it up and fucking rub dirt on it you know so like you wouldn't even understand that these things i still like that logic to be fair yeah. that's just my two cents anyways what logic <laughs> suck it up and rub dirt on it. <laughs> yes right it's fucking your father's beating the shit out of you like suck it up jimmy i'm making you to a tough man dad you're turning me into a serial killer <laughs> it's gonna be one of the two <laughs> but what i'm telling you you're not gonna be you're not gonna be a whip crying in the corner so, so throughout this episode i'm going to show vintage drug ads um, so for the audio listeners, that's when you'll, you'll probably hear us respond to some of them, just so you guys are aware. Uh, that's why you can tune on, uh, tune in on Rumble, YouTube, um, BitChute. Uh, BitChute? Yeah. Bitch shoot. Bit shoot. Oh. You know what BitChute is? No. It's it's like a, a different like a video platform that's not censored. Same with Rumble. Like Russell Brand show goes exclusively to Rumble. Let's and get ready to Rumble. Bitchute. <laughs> Bitchute is also a place. There's no it's not censorship. So I'm now putting things on Odyssey, Rumble, Bitchute in case for any circumstance we end up getting taken down off YouTube. But at the end of the day, we should probably end up like according to this we, se- have- this censorship bill that they want to pass, Canadian content will be pushed through the roof and be able to be spread to Canadians. I doubt that very much. I'm sure we're gonna become like China. Eh. If they get away with it. Check my Bigfoot. So obviously, like, and this is the time where, like, it's just like, whatever, like, just suppress your feelings and do a bunch of drugs. Who gives a fuck, right? That's, this that's a good time. What else do we got? Cocaine toothache drops. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, my it? God. It's like, uh, it, it's like putting whiskey on people's gowns. 15 cents. 15 cents. Well, what was that? What year was it? Um, I'm going to guess, like, I don't know. Um, let's say fucking 1880. Oh, because it's from 1870 to 1914 when the, essentially the drug binge was, um, going on at least heavily. Uh, but obviously, and then you had the prohibition, which stopped the consumption of alcohol. And I'm trying to look up, uh, the difference one second. So what you're sorry for sales by druggists, <laughs> money, uh, 18 fucking 80 from, 1882. 15 cents. 15 cents, little man. Put that shit in my hand. If that money doesn't show, then you owe me, owe me, owe. Okay, my so $100 love. was th- $100 in is three grand now. Wow. So, so oh, one man. sec. So 100 divided by Inflation. 100 is a dollar. It's great. <laughs> 100 divided by 100 is a dollar. Uh, 33 grand divided by 100 is 30. So do that again, and that's fifteen dollars for fifty cents. That's still oh. only like five bucks. Wow, that's, that's five bucks wild. for a cocaine drop. That's crazy. Roughly about that. So by the nineteen twenties, 
Um, the anti-drug crusade led by the United States, uh, fueled by xenophobia and racism, would cause the heroin cough drops and cocaine tablets to disappear from store shelves and bathroom cabinets because they're like, those black people and Mexicans are doing drugs because we just did the history of marijuana. This will mm-hmm. be out after. And in that, it was also a, the history of weed, right? As it kind of became where like those, those jazz players smoke the reefer. It's making them go crazy and they're rape, raping women. They're taking all our, our white women away smoking their reefer sticks and they're they're yeah rape what was it raping raping and pillaging our villages <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that was a true thing right so at the same time now this like kind of sentiment that like uh minorities I feel like trump, trump never grew out of that they're no. coming over and they're raping the women i know and and i don't agree with some of his policies trump's but, like that's my job <laughs> i don't know build the wall Ooh, i Who didn't gives say that <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah, so back in the day, everyone was getting fucked up all, all, all the time. And it, it sounds like a fun time to live. Except that looked for, horrible. Do that again yeah. one sec. <laughs> Everyone's <laughs> fucked. That girl's acting. She didn't even take drugs. She's like, oh, Drug is this man. what we're supposed to? The one on the left didn't take anything. <laughs> she, she's like, I don't know why. Describe oh, the picture. my head hurts. Describe the picture. One girl on the right's like it's sitting a in a chair. Completely. It's a guy in a suit. They're wearing powdered wigs. Okay. That's a Anyways, um, this uh, person uh, on the right <laughs> is sitting in a chair, just passed the fuck out on a table, clearly drooling. One's underneath the table, like just <laughs> fucked. Like looks like fucked. me when I was on shrooms. And then one's like kneeling with its hand on its forehead, like like it's trying to be like uh. in the same boat. Like, oh, I'm not feeling well. But like they, that one didn't take drugs, 100%. I don't believe it. So before, uh, so which is wild. So, but while it lasted, the great drug binge was the true uh, was the time of true intoxication. Here's what really happened during the great drug binge. What are y'all doing in here? It's called cocaine, and you don't want no part of this shit. Cocaine. What's it do? It turns all your bad feelings into good feelings. It's a nightmare. I'm thinking maybe I'd like to try me some of that cocaine. What if you do like that? It's weird backwards. It's a big pile of cocaine. Ah, I put it way too high. I, have I can't, to make yeah, I can't to bend my neck like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it would have looked so much better if it was on the table. God damn it. Too bad. I'll know fucked that up. next time. Just uh, put, put the camera up. Yeah, Fuck yeah, it. Yeah. Just show our faces <laughs> from the ceiling. <laughs> Up until 1868, when Pharmacy Act was passed in the United Kingdom, opium could be obtained almost anywhere by anyone. The situation was no different in the rest of Europe or United States. Um, when Landrium, a tincture of opium dissolved in alcohol, whoa, that probably be wild, would be kept around the house for anything, from headaches to insomnia to diarrhea to cholera. Like, here, take this fucking heroin. You're not, it's not going to cure your cholera, but do you remember for it'll a, make you feel happy. <laughs> do you remember for a super short period of time they were selling salvia at gas yeah, stations we're, uh, Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. Wasn't have that you, fucking nuts? Have you tried it? I was about to. It's a psychedelic, to, no, a very I was strong a, one. I was about to. So I was with my friends. Uh, I just moved out to Alberta. Mm-hmm. It was like my first fucking week there. I just met new people, and they're like, Yo, we're trying salvia. This shit's fucked up. I was like, I smoked weed, but like, I didn't really ever yeah. do anything else. And I was like, eh, I didn't really feel the vibe. And they're like, no, 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 it's fucked up. Yo, we fucked up for like 30 seconds and you're good. 
It's like, I was like five minutes. I was like, all right, no, it was about thirty seconds because I I counted because of what happened. Um, Weird. What Mine ended up lasts happening? Like Fifteen minutes almost. He took it and he stared at the wall for maybe about three seconds. I was like, I'm, I'm going to watch you do it first. Stared at the wall for about three seconds. He got up. He grabbed a glass bottle off the table. He shattered it and he started walking towards me. And I'm Whoa, like, that's yo, that's fuck. This is the nicest man I've ever met in my fucking life, still to date, mm-hmm. out there. And he was like coming at me. And I'm like holding his fucking hand. He's not like aggressively doing it, but he's like, he's trying to like stab me. What's wrong with your friends? And he's like kind of going like that. And I'm holding his hand. Then he comes to and he's like, the fuck is this? And I'm like, are you good? And he's like, oh my God. Like, weird. He like puts it down. He's like, what the fuck? Did you try? Fuck you didn't try? That? I didn't. After that, I'm like, I don't want to do that. Weird. I, I don't think I've So, I've Selvia, for people that don't know, is a pretty potent psychedelic. Did not know that at the time. I've done Selvia a bunch of times. We used to just buy it from the store. Yeah, and it was like it. the most potent fucking drug um, on the planet, man. It's not, Fuck it's you not that potent, but it's, it's, it's a psychedelic. And the first time I did it, we got it from the store and we just smoked it right in front of the store. And uh, I had my headphones around my neck. Uh, shout out Reality Czars because I told this. Uh, we were talking about Selvia on that podcast because it's still legal in some states. Um, so and you're you can able to get it. And I never had that experience. Never a violent thing or anything like that. Uh, it just makes you laugh hysterically, much like mus- a lot of psychedelics do. Like mushrooms do. Does no, this. mushrooms don't do that um, either. <laughs> Billy has fucking one <laughs> terrible experience, and I've done it literally hundreds of times by now. Sounds like I'm probably right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're so right. I'm probably about right. nothing. Uh, but like essentially, so I, first time I did it, I'm with fucking these. Two or three chicks and my buddy, and we were out front of this convenience store. We smoke it, okay. and I have my headphones around my neck, and then I start uncontrollably laughing. And then I look at my this chick Quinn that I used to hang out with, and she's like turning fucking green and shit. And then, as he just goes, not that powerful. And then, it's not, it's and then I felt powerful. like my, but it's only for so long. I was just dying laughing. I felt like there's a snake around my fucking neck, and it was my headphones. Mm. Trippy as shit. So then I got used to it, and I did it again with uh, a buddy that I had, and. Uh, and then we did it in his apartment, and I was kind of used to it. Like once I did it like, once or twice, I was used to it. So I was I just kind of laughed. But he he fucking tripped balls. And watching him, um, watching him trip balls. Well, uh, well. Oh, you, you're whole. No, it's just your. It's, I know. Oh. just gotta plug it in. God damn it! I like editing shit. Um, so he's like tripping. It was fucking funny watching it because I was kind of used to what the high was. After like two or three times, you're kind of used to it. Like mushrooms, where once you do it one, like two or three times, and you're like, okay, I know what I'm getting into. Uh, mushroom trips can always be different, but they can, they're always, it's always a lesson to learn. But I watched my buddy Mike. Lessons don't do it. (laughs) I watched, yeah, because you know what Billy's problem was, is mushrooms make you confront your inner thoughts and the things that are buried in the back of your mind, your trauma. And, and essentially Billy didn't let go and it took hold of him and it fucked him up because that's what happens. If you don't let go and let it take it, do its thing. Um, and you try to suppress it and it will fuck you up worse. You'll have a bad trip, but even studies have been done. Oh, so what you're saying is I'm, bad I'm trips, too strong to let mushrooms beat me. So that's why I don't like mushrooms. <laughs> okay. well, I, so that shit's deep and yeah. we're going to keep it deep. Cause so, that's how, that's how I, we still smile. I, I want to, I want to convince Billy to try it once with me again. Nope. Good. It would be so much fun, man. Nope. You know how much fun it would be, man? So much fun. Um, so I watched my buddy, and I was kind of used to it. I, did, I feel like I did it two or three times by this okay. point. And I was watching him, and he was sitting like he was in a fucking chair when he wasn't. Yeah. And he was just hysterically laughing, freaking out, just laughing his ass off. <laughs> and then within 10 minutes, he's like, 
six minutes maybe. He's like, whoa. And I was like, I was like, what? And he's like, man, he's like, it felt like I was sitting in a classroom and all these chairs were just in classroom and kids were just flying by me at like fucking rapid speed. Like just and I was like, that's crazy. He like he, like he d- described this whole thing. thing, and it can change. And I think it's like Selfie is pretty crazy. If I could get my hands on it, I would definitely do it again. But it's not something that's like that enjoyable because it's pretty harsh. You have to inhale it deep, hold it in, and then blow it out, and then it kicks in, and it's like a harsh trip for six minutes. But like, I want to do DMT, and DMT is like. 10 to 15 minutes of absolutely crazy shit. You can talk to entities. Most people see entities like, like fucking beings that may have like light and shit when they're high on DMT. Joe Rogan literally bought, he said at one point, he bought like a huge pile of DMT, like not pile, but like a bunch of DMT. <laughs> I would like one pile, please. <laughs> he got a bunch of it. And he's like, I have, I have enough to last me the rest of my life, which is fucking wild. So, I want to get my hands on that shit. So up until yeah, so obviously you can get all these things totally fucking legal, right? Um, everywhere around the world, which is crazy, and they would use it for like everything. Where it's like you you tired, you got diarrhea, have a cholera. It won't fucking help any of those, but man, it will make. <laughs> but you, you will forget about <laughs> yeah. all of those. I don't know who W. That is the best drug slogan ever. Yeah. It's like nausea, heartburn, diarrhea. Don't worry, it doesn't fix it, but you don't remember. <laughs> You're fine. She'll <laughs> be fucking great. Beneficial to young and old. Cultivate. Or, cultivate. Okay, cultivate the the Rainer beer. Yeah. The Rainer beer habit. It brings the glow of health and gives a new lease on life. No medicine can equal it as a tonic. tonic. So I think I think it was like a heroin kind of tonic, and it's an old man giving it to it, a kid. <laughs> it's fucking wild. And the, all these what's ads, the Rainer beer? Is that I, is, oh, is beer like a last name kind of thing? Uh, we should look it up. But all these ads are like super legitimate, um, which is wild. Seattle Brewing. It's brewing. It's a it's a beer. It, but it's a tonic. Beer. It's a tonic beer. Rainer it's, it's probably beer. it's it's a fucking it's probably a carbonated beer. Or well, all beers fucking carbonated. Yeah, like, brew yeah. rain probably rainer was founded. Oh, maybe it's just maybe it's just a beer. Oh, maybe it's just a beer, but it's the fact that he's giving it to the kid. Why it's a f- supposed to? Be, I found out like the fucking forty most offensive drug fucking commercial from back in the day. Yeah, he's giving a young person a beer. So, uh, what? So WBUR. I don't know whoever that is. Writes that it was kept on hand and that we could uh, we could keep Tylenol or ibuprofen today. Uh, the way we keep ibuprofen and Tylenol today, we would have heroin. Uh, this heroin uh, alcohol tincture uh, in a bottle, like readily available. But honey, my fucking head hurts. And then wouldn't you? Heroin, Give me a little bit of heroin. Heroin's extremely addictive, right? So, like, wouldn't you want to go back to it? It's like, well, I have a headache. Do you actually no, have a headache? Here's the difference. Once you're, if you're grown up on something, like, this is just what you do when you have that. Yeah. There are people that are addicted to Advil, but it'd be the same thing. There'd be so many Advil's less so people chasing that high because they were just grown up with it. It's like, oh, this is what you do when you have, like, a fucked up headache. It's like, okay, go away. It's like it's not here to like fuck me up. It's here to fix my headache, and that's your perception of it. Yeah. So you're not actually just taking it day in, day out. You're just like every once in a while, you're like, okay, fuck, that's my go-to. And there are still some people that would abuse it, of course. 100%. But so the will Brit- cure your cold syrup of tar. Yeah. <laughs> it's tar syrup. Is that is is that heroin? It's 
it's a syrup, uh, but it had opium in it. I'm pretty a sure. A dollar per Look bottle. Big ass fucking. This is like here. Take this. So that that's anyway. still fucked though. That's that's about thirty bucks a bottle or three hundred bucks a bottle. Sorry. No, thirty dollar per bottle. Twenty five fifty. Yeah. That what? no, that'd be thirty bucks a bottle. Wow, weird. Are you sure? Yeah. How long does that last? What. Thirty dollars a bottle. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if Billy yeah. is correct. I don't know I if we're ever Google, correct on this. Podcast. Google, Google just said that. Google told me it's true. Well, they told me. They told me the <laughs> variance of time frames. The British uh, the, the Leviant uh, company and British East Indian company were responsible for the import of opium around the world. That up throughout the 18th and 19th century, they were heavy suppliers between 1827 and 1842. Oh, so it was like it's it went 1840, uh, 1870 to 1914 is when they started kind of getting um, a grasp on. The drug, the fucking epidemic, probably was, and people wow. were all like everyone was using drugs, and nobody would have seen it as something that was negative. You know what I mean? Mm. So, uh, which is wild. So it was established that over twenty seven thousand. Pounds of opium came through the U.S. ports. According to the British Library, opium was sold by stationers, tobaccoists, barbers, uh, confectionaries. Uh, an iron uh, morgers. I'm just like I don't know an iron morger. Sure, <laughs> sure, whatever. Um, opium. The poor child's nurse. <laughs> That's fucked up, like crazy. So it, That's it, actually really funny. <laughs> Fuck that kid's gonna grow up to be huge. All that sleep or dead. <laughs> No, we don't talk that about that side of it. That kid's going to grow up to die. <laughs> like, what we don't the talk fuck? about that side of it. So there's a fucking, this is, I bet you, from an old, like, story or, or something like that in some old book. And essentially, if the mom was too too uh, too busy taking care of God knows what, you just give the baby heroin and the baby, it will, it will sleep like a baby. It won't wake up probably, but <laughs> that's I, I don't like that this is giving me ideas. <laughs> what? <laughs> what are you gonna do? Fuck when you have a kid, you're gonna be like, go to sleep and like hold fucking morphine over its fucking. I'll be mouth. damned if I'm not putting whiskey on its gums. <laughs> <laughs> it was frequently prescribed Shut to up, both you're fine. <laughs> adults and children for most of the basic ailment uh, ailments, such as fucking hiccups. Hiccups. They're like, here, take some fucking heroin, heroin. for hiccups. <laughs> hey, I want to. Uh, can we start a rally for that? Heroin for hiccups. Heroin for hiccups. Have you ever caught yourself sitting in public just? Uh, uh, uh. Yeah, <laughs> you some need heroin. some heroin. It's crazy because uh, go to sleep. I was saying our windows open. Anyone walking, walking past, and they're like these fucking heroes. Heroin for hiccups. See people that I could imagine. People could probably definitely hear us. Uh, Doesn't matter if you're in Walmart, yeah. Shoppers Drug Mart, uh, anywhere really. Just. Go to bed. <laughs> Here you go. <laughs> but eventually, uh, the distribution of opium was restricted through the 1878 Pharmacy Act. And that's when they kind of started being like, eh, we need to tighten this ship down because I bet you there was tons of people dying and shit and weird shit happening. Probably. Like, you know, suddenly, <laughs> they suddenly died. <laughs> that, that, that being said, though, too, back then, like a lot of people actually did suddenly die for a mm. lot of different reasons. Like, there was oh, a lot sure. of shit that. When the fuck, like penicillin took fucking forever to even come out. That was one of the. I don't trust anything. I don't trust anything. Nothing. Nothing. You don't. No one. You don't. You don't trust penicillin. Maybe. Maybe that one. Just that one, though. That's 
And okay. It may be the. I was, I was really about to go against diabetics. you. <laughs> maybe the stuff for diabetics. Maybe there's some things that the pharmaceutical uh, drug cartel that has <laughs> has done that has been good. But there is far more horrible shit that outweighs the good shit. Mm. So this happened mainly because of the racist associations with the Chinese opium den and fears of white women being corrupted by foreigners. Damn Mexicans. Isn't that crazy? Like, opium dens were a, a real thing, huge in China and India and, like, places like that where they... Damn, I grew up in the wrong era. Man, there was dudes that you would just go to this place and look at this guy, and they would just do, like, fucking... He's, his eyes look like me. I think that might have been me. You I think that might have been imagine me? If you think we, that's me? I would love to see <laughs> us in a past life, because I couldn't imagine if we were around during some... That was shit. Billy right there. I found a picture of me. <laughs> Look at them eyes. <laughs> the Asian <laughs> Billy. Um, it is wild, because, right, if people were showing uh, like actual old images of um, like drawings, essentially sketches, illustrations uh, from back in the day. This is cited from... Uh, I think it says 1880. Um so it is like there is a big thing, man. It's That's like you would, you would go to a place instead of like going to a place to smoke weed or something like that or a bar to drink. You would go to smoke opium. And it, I don't know if people were like at the point where they were injecting it, but they were snorting it, um, smoking it. Like smoking it was a huge thing. Even in that movie um, From Hell, which yeah, is based yeah. on Johnny Depp. I remember we yeah, yeah. covered Jack the Ripper. He at the beginning when they get him to kind of go investigate with them mm. for Jack the Ripper, he's at an opium den and he's smoking opium is giving him visions and shit. Fucking wild, dude. That's how the fucking I was best so cops excited are made to get back into in this the fucking day. episode. <laughs> what? That's how the best cops are made back <laughs> in the day. The detectives, they're like, you know what? They they go there. They look at the whole crime. They're like, they see four dead bodies, one slit throat, one bashed in head. Somebody get that high. girl clearly got R worded. Um, whatever. <laughs> and then they leave and they go, you know what? We have no idea where the lead is. And they go to an opiate den. They start smoking and they go, I know who it was. It was John at 314 Glen Morris Drive. These guys having so much fun. <laughs> have so much fun this opium. So, oh, um, what that's no, never mind. They go to an opium den, they smoke up, and they're like, "I know who it was." And they're like, "Who?" And they ask the guy right beside him, "Did you do this?" And they go, "Yeah." And they're like, "Found him." Because <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're so fucked up. Yeah, I killed that. Guy. <laughs> Which guy are you talking about? You're arrested, sir. He's already. In, he wakes up and he's in jail. He's like, "How the fuck did I get here?" You admitted to uh, to killing somebody. <laughs> you told me last <laughs> night. That children. Was the first time I sucked a dick for crap. But it wouldn't be the last. But it wouldn't be the last. <laughs> dude, your shit's leaking, dude. No, it's just sweaty. It's just condensation. Not like the shit they spray in the sky that is claiming is it's so contrails. much worse than condensation. It's literally because I have big ass ice cubes. I have big ice cubes in my cup. The <laughs> cup's a shitty fucking movie. Opium for babies. Who doesn't like opium for babies? Heroin Although opium was restricted in terms of who got to distribute it, it was still given out relatively freely to people of all ages, including fucking babies. Infants were frequently given uh, laundrium, laundrium, often as a distraction during teething or just a way to subdue the baby, especially uh, in the fondling hospitals. What's a fondling hospital? Foundling hospitals. I don't know what that is, but fondling hospitals... That sounds like a great time. The there, nurses jerk you off. <laughs> every newborn baby boy gets a happy ending. <laughs> a happy start. A happy start means happy life. 
Yeah. It's wild because I do and I am, I am curious <laughs> how many and I don't know if I could Google this very easily, but how many kids were dying uh um during this time of like yeah, probably. how strong was it? You know mm. what I mean? Like and it's crazy cuz the and the weird thing of how I don't know the the Chinese culture like weed came from China too in India like the the weed plant like marijuana came and it was imported from China and now we've gotten this place where it's like owned by pharmaceutical companies and who God knows what they spray on it and that's what hopefully we're gonna talk about uh, should be out when you guys hear this is the 420 live special if we actually get to it hopefully if Billy can join us I'll do my best. Um, but like, uh, Shane from inquires of reality works in that industry and he's like, they spray with all sorts of shit and like, and how they're like, Oh, get the sativa or indica or, you know, hybrid. He's like, it's all bullshit because there's all weed. It's all weed. But, 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 um, they were, they've been cross strained so much that it's not, there's no really difference. It's just weed. I swear to fucking God. I have said that since day one everyone calls me bullshit everyone's like no this one does that this one does this i'm like buddy like they've crossed i have too much like so many times ever since i stopped smoking weed. when i start when i was smoking weed i never cared and i was like yeah okay that did that and i was all on board when i stopped they're like no you just need this kind here i got it for you and i'm like it did the exact same fucking thing as all the other ones there is weed that I I've got uh, I've gotten because I actually like ch- ch- my like my girlfriend like Chelsea she likes stronger weed than I do. I'm getting like this really like nice light weed now. I have this stuff and I think that you would be able to smoke. I no, know you wouldn't. I'm just saying I know you wouldn't. Nope. But there's this stuff. It's it's um it tastes like a tangerine. And it's super oh, light. I nice. don't advocate for smoking weed on mushrooms because it can change your trip and it cannot be good. Uh, making you fucking super paranoid. But this weed I could actually smoke while I was super fucking high on fucking mushrooms. And it's light. Where now that I'm getting older, I like to get like just kind of stoned. I don't need to get cons- like fucking blitzed out of my mind anymore. I'm too old for that shit. Um, so what do you mean you're too old? I am fucking 48, man. You do not know you're that. 40. <laughs> you're almost 40, Tom. <laughs> get the fuck out. Yo, you remember those days? I'm, I know. Shut the fuck you, up. You know what's funny, though, too? Days. As much as I ripped on you. You piece of shit. As much as I ripped on you. You goddamn fucker. Listen, okay, fuck never mind. I was okay, going to give you. Uh, no, I was going to give you props. Never mind. Okay, I'm over what? it. What? No, now you get me what? texting. What? No. I will eat you. <laughs> what? I was going to say, as much as I ripped on you, yeah. uh, I caught myself saying that like three times. I'm like, fuck me. I'm almost 30. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> What do you think, bro? What it do you feels think? weird. It does feel weird, man. And you look at your life, and you're like, what the fuck have I accomplished? Me and my friends would go home and smoke marijuana after school. Can you say marijuana? Marijuana? <laughs> yes. It's good, children. I love weed, but like, I like I like lighter strains now as I'm getting older where I can go out and do things. And I'm, I'm like, oh, fuck. You think the so D.A.R.E. High. program still exists? Oh, Probably. 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 Okay. That that program was funny too, because like you know everybody there's not one kid in the world that went, You're right. (laughs) You weird ass adult dressing in a a, bear costume in a bear or a fucking raccoon costume. Whatever it was got smoky the bear, never mind. Yeah. Don't smoke with smoky the bear. (laughs) Smoky the bear has ruined his life. But he's (laughs) like, I still get fed and I still got shelter and this is great. (laughs) Oh shit. Here we go again. 
According to the Museum of uh, Healthcare at Kingston, um, I like the way you're looking at the fucking soundboard. It was suggested that the si- that that six. Hello, Billy's here. Yes, he is. It was suggested that uh, six-month-old babies should be between get should get between two to three drops of laundrium, which is heroin, but higher doses were often often given. Ooh. So they were like, you know how to make your baby sleep and never wake up again? Just give him some heroin. <laughs> this is a this is an image from what they like when they would give babies heroin. Babies out sounds baby, good. Fucking out like go a, enjoy your night. Exactly. Have fun. Yeah. Look at this shit. Everyone get fucked up. Take take Dr. Pierce's fucking family medicine. Everyone can take it. <laughs> so wild. Look at their stupid haircuts, man. I always joke with Anton about that. Of like the fucking uh, the powdered wigs. He's like, they're fucking wigs. I was like, no, their haircut's fucking weird, bro. What's <laughs> underneath that wig, huh? A bald head? Nobody likes bald people. Jesus Christ. Look at Dr. Phil. Just kidding. <laughs> yeah, you better fucking watch all your mouth. Side, you're borderline. You're coming up there, side, Tom. There's the 50 listeners that are bald. They're like, I'm boycotting this fucking podcast. <laughs> I'm kidding. I love everybody equally, but I also hate everyone equally. <laughs> That's you know what that's actually a really good point to say on this. Uh, we're a podcast that makes fun of literally everything, everything, including everything. if it's our own beliefs yeah, or yeah. I make whatever. Fun of my conspiracy shit all the so time. So what's funny is it keeps coming up in repetition, and it keeps coming up in a sense of, and you're going to resonate with this mm-hmm. is everyone's so on board with everything we make fun of yeah. until it's something they like. I know, I agree. And that's where like that one comment has been stuck <laughs> in my head for <laughs> so long. He's like, I loved you guys. You guys you were fucking hilarious until you made fun of the Confederate flag. And I'm like, sup, Nazi? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so, I, I believe- I'll double down. Yeah. <laughs> <I'm getting laughs> Who gives a fuck, man? Uh, but at the end of the day, I truly, like I always say, I believe in the fundamental rights and freedoms of people to do whatever the fuck they want. And the least government involvement in people's life is what the world should be like. I believe in anarchy. And the, for the people that actually Transfer. understand what anarchy is about, then you'll be on board. Because anarchy is all about small communities and having the released reliancy on governments as possible. Oh, every time you talk about that, I just want to go watch SLC Punk again. I love that fucking movie. That was movie. such a good movie. Because we Do just, you think it's still on Netflix? Uh, I doubt uh, it's still on Netflix. I wanna, I'd watch that tonight. Some parents... Ooh. Even used it when they couldn't find someone to watch their child. Hence why we... Oh, my God. Here. Just just knock him out while we leave. Isn't that wild? So, yeah. Oh, so my God. It's a babysitter. The Saturday why evening... We, oh, so they knew it was bad. Because if they didn't know it was bad, that would just be the regular babysitter anyway. <laughs> no, it just put them to bed. Like, they would just sleep probably exactly. for hours on end. But exactly. So, if they knew it wasn't bad... They wouldn't use it when people couldn't find a babysitter. They'd yeah. use it just... Re- there wouldn't be babysitters. they just use it. <laughs> we don't need a babysitter. Just give your kid air. There wouldn't be fine. babysitters. They'd They'll be like, this baby needs to go to bed. Vicious's. Let's go. Sid Vicious's. <laughs> Beating their fucking girlfriend. Which is why I think the Egyptians were so much further They don't get mad at that. Are. I like Sid Vicious for the character he was in life, but he was not a great person. 
So people were fucking aware. He couldn't play. He couldn't fucking play the bass. They used him because he was a character, and he would cut himself on stage because he was so fucked up on heroin. Go back and listen to me and Billy at the very beginning. That of this was a podcast. while ago. Yeah, so long ago. It's our like second episode now because everything's been cut. I remember Patreon. back then I used to write it out and I was like, I did my own research. And I was just like, <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> uh, Billy comes in blind. We always say that Billy is coming in blind. He's got his walking stick and he just finds his way through these subjects. <laughs> oh, good. You, you learn to talk and you carry on. Yes. <laughs> you know? uh, evening. Post reports that one parent in New England used it to put their children into a deep sleep so she could go to prayer meetings that evening. I gotta go pray for Jesus. Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go pray you don't die. <laughs> I <laughs> hope you they, stay they, alive. They wouldn't know though, really, but w- which is wild. It'd be like, I'm gonna give my kids some drugs so I can go pray to Jesus. Jesus, please help my kid go to sleep so I don't have to give him no drugs no more. <laughs> That's so. too funny. <laughs> However, as the registry in the library uh, of medical and uh, medical science, uh, the mortality of infants. Oh, this is what I was wondering. Uh, caused by Landrium, the heroin thing, is incur- uh, incalculable. Incalculable. According to Live Science, in the late 1800s, narcotic deaths was added to as a category of um, the Register General Reports in England, which recorded the, pop- the population statistics annually. And between 1863 and 1867, 237 narcotic deaths were reported in infants younger than one. Oh. Wow, they were actively killing They're their fucking kids. They were doing them at eight months, though, man. Holy fuck. That's wild. Imagine the moms that came home and their baby was dead in the crib, and they're like, oh. I, try, I thought oh. it was okay. Jesus. <laughs> She's back at church praying to fucking Jesus. Oh, you know what's even worse than that? Here we go. They just gave birth, which is a horrible experience. And they're probably doing heroin while they were pregnant. They didn't. <laughs> They didn't even get a year with the thing. They were probably doing drugs while the kid was still in the womb, and then that would become uh, dependent on the opium drug. Like, I couldn't imagine, especially if you're told, like, that was okay. Mm. So, like, that, you, you think it's okay. Yeah. Like, you don't know any better. Like, I, dude, I had a puppy that died before a year, and that shit broke me for, like, months. It's I couldn't imagine really a child. <laughs> Sorry. I fucked the what? <laughs> I fucked the dog. <laughs> I'm kidding. I thought the most horrible thing I could say in that moment, and it happened. It happened. There Sorry. you go. Um, but you know, now in Canada, if you want to buy cocaine, it's not happening yet, but it will soon. Uh, you can buy cocaine over the counter. A fucking in what? Oh, that'd it? be great. Van- I like that. Vancouver, Alberta, one of the fucking places out west, because they decriminalized cocaine and fentanyl, which is wild. Decriminalized it, but you can't buy you it. Can't in buy stores. it. So there wasn't a coke dispensary that got busted. And it's like, okay, people, how about we get shroomeries together? Let me work at one so I can fucking, because people need to be educated. People shouldn't be taking fucking cocaine or heroin and these other, like, pharmaceutical-based drugs that were created. (laughs) Don't, Um, I'm just kidding. But mushrooms have existed for thousands of years. Go listen to our History of Mushrooms episode. And it's the worst drug ever. Um, But, yeah, it it will ruin (laughs) your life. Yeah. 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 Um, So, coca leaves. Have been brewed and chewed for centuries, for various not centuries, for various reasons. <laughs> centuries, it, centuries we have yes. been doing the cocaine for a long time. It has. Oh, been that's used. not. Because um, <laughs> <laughs> you're Colombian, uh, by numerous indigenous groups in South America for thousands of years, but the substance known as cocaine wasn't the first ice um, wasn't the first wasn't the first isolated wasn't first isolated until 1860 by German chemist Albert Niemann. 
And within 20 years, it was being, because people were just chewing it. So, like, um, some of the people that would climb, they would climb mountains, right, into high altitudes. They would chew the coca leaves um, because supposedly it would help. Uh, the you know how you get like lightheaded and shit when you're like getting into higher altitudes. It was supposed to be help, which is wild. So they, really? just, they would bring the coca leaves and they would chew them. Uh, in Colombia and places like that as okay. well. Um, so after within twenty years, it was being used and prescribed by doctors for various reasons, various raisins, bunch of bunch of raisins. You know. What a wild drug, man. And, like, you know, the 80s, everyone was fucking doing it like crazy. Nobody gave a shit. Um, you know, who doesn't love? Cocaine. <laughs> See, if I, this, I was like, I feel like I have one, one look night. Look at this shit. Okay. One night. Trademark cough syrup. Each ounce contains alcohol, less than 1%. So, no alcohol. Cannabis. It says indica, which chloroform. is chloroform. Yeah, morphia and sulf. So that's like sul- so sulfates. So it's probably morphine. Yeah, skillfully combined. Eh? Oh, skillfully combined with a number of other, other ingredients. They don't even tell you. Skillfully combined with just pure heroin. It's like when and people water. ask for the the fucking medical thing on the shots. It's like other it, ingredients. And it's like people are like, "Can I see the the like information?" On the th- the things that we're gonna put into our arm, and then they give them the pamphlet thing, and it's fucking empty. That always blew my mind during like the fucking pandemic, is when people were going to get the shot or whatever. Is when they when people would ask to see what was in it, and they would give them the pamphlet, and the pamphlet was empty. And then people were like, "Okay, first of all, that's fucked up, and second of all, why are you wasting so much paper? It's just like you just put that thing in with nothing." There was tons of like you could go to the pharmacist, but like, hey, can I just see what's what the the safety yeah, yeah. things are? And they would they would open it up and it'd be this fucking huge piece of paper that was empty. Nothing was on it. Fucking wild. So Mental Floss writes that cocaine affects as an anesthetic, which was quickly noticed and soon it became used as a topical anesthetic for things like eye or throat surgery. That is fucking wild. Oh, because it would somewhat numb you out. Yeah. Remember the drips? Didn't like those. I kind of did. I know. There's a. <laughs> I had a buddy. Okay. I. You know. And I will admit, I've done all sorts of drugs growing it's up. Back and, in the day, and I was young and just trying different shits out. Working the shit's restaurant still industry. not good. And that's, no, it's you horrible know for you. Don't fucking do it. You're, you're quick because we keep saying this, so mm. I feel this needs to happen. One of the biggest piss offs growing up when somebody tells you, "Look, I've been down that road. Don't do it." Yeah. Fuck do you see it from the other side? You're like, you want to say it, but you're like, ah, I remember how I felt when someone told me that. You're like, yeah. don't fucking do it. No. Like, no, I, I had It a, just ruins your fucking life. I had a buddy that was like super addicted. He was doing all the fucking time. I saw him break down the fucking restaurants. We tried to have like an intervention with him. He like went to my buddy's house to get a pen because his landlord was coming. And when he showed up at the door, he had blood coming from his nose. To get a didn't pen? Know, to get a pen. What's a he, pen? To write something. A pen. Just to oh. write something for his landlord. And he lived down the block from another buddy. And he had like blood all up his fucking nose. And they're like, you need fucking help, man. We had to like have like an intervention, so to speak. And he told me. He's like, I was like, I don't really like the fucking drips. Yeah, I'll taste gross or whatever. He's like, I like it all. He's like, everything. And I'm like, yeah, you're a fucking addicted. <laughs> yeah. So, it's um, not good, man. Fucks you up. While throat surgery cocaine wasn't uh, just for serious ailments, it was advertised as a cure for basic things, including hemorrhoids. 
Billy, how would you use uh, that for, for Is that why I've never had hemorrhoids? <laughs> okay, because you would rub it. On, I, I bet you. You, you rub the rub coke on you, your you asshole. You know the, the gums, the gummers, right? It would make your gums. It's assholers. So you would rub it on your butthole. It's rectums. And then it would, it would make your butt numb. It's called rectums. You, rectum. ever, you ever take a rectum? <laughs> It would. It would. It never. Would, never have one of those. It would make your butt numb. Oh, we have lots of smoke this winter, won't we, Mother? Grow your own smoke, your own. That chick looks very fucking happy. She's very young. I like this one. Anti-fat. <laughs> the great remedy. I don't even know what that word is. Is that for weed? No, Alan's anti-fat. And composed of purely vegetable ingredients is perfectly harmless. It acts upon the food in the stomach and prevents it from being converted into fat. I bet you that was a drug. It will reduce a fat person from two to five pounds per week. It's like, just snort this cocaine. You won't feel hungry at all. It's like you, any ad or anytime anybody ever says this shit, they have to go out of their way saying it's not harmless or the words trust me is like I don't I don't like it anymore. Be nice to your nose. Screens. Oh get rid of all the excess. Isn't that wild? Yeah. It's a real ad. Wow. The original stainless steel coke screen. No razor blades ever again. Uh, powders in fluff fluffs your stash makes that's wild. Makes a little go a long way. Three inches square pocket size. I, I can admit that like I had f- I I had yeah, I would have been dope I would have fucking no, loved that back in the day I d- did that shit but it got to a dangerous point at the which it always does at first I was like eh, it's just like anything else I can do it and I can leave it and then it becomes this fucking huge issue right yeah. um so obviously indigestion I don't know why that would be a thing uh, appetizing suppression and suppression which I could see that you don't want to eat or whatever right makes sense yeah. very like that makes a lot of sense yeah and fatigue sense. no shit no shit it keeps you awake eh <laughs> and uh you're tired do a real and and uh so uh Fruit, fraud, fr- uh, fucking, what's his name? That fucking, whatever. Fauci. No. And, and fruit, even. Oh, that, f- not Fauci. That guy. Just joking. That guy. Fucking, let's. I did let's not know. I didn't start fucking- this. Carry on. I didn't start this. What's that guy that, uh, fra- fruit, fra- that fucking. I, I actually don't know who you're talking about. But that fucking stupid fucking guy. What's his name? Tom. What's his name? Prentice. Yeah, yeah, that guy's stupid too. That guy's dumb. That guy's a fucking idiot. Dumb dude. Uh, Sigmund Freud. It's just not spelt like Freud. That, 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 That's guy. what you were trying to say. I know Sigmund Freud. <laughs> this guy. Sigmund Freud. I don't know, but it's spelt like f- Freud. Yes, it's. I Sigmund understand. Freud. I understand. How Sorry, fucking everybody, man. I I'm. I don't know if I'm high or what's going on with me. <laughs> stupid I mushrooms. I took some heroin. Fucking make you I dumb. Didn't, I didn't. It makes me smarter. Actually, I feel mm. smarter. Um, gotcha. But uh, he even suggested it is a therapeutic drug for depression and alcoholism. Are you fucking kidding? 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 <laughs> Coke made me want to drink more. It like fuck. I could like drink all night. Fucking. Just <sighs> fucking that's the, but out. that's if you're after the the alcohol too. If you're like, I need to stop drinking alcohol, and you do Coke, you'd be fine with not drinking alcohol. It's yeah. a substitute, yeah, 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 yeah. but you're like, no, I, I also like this, so yeah. I'm, I'm gonna carry on. The mix both. Of the two if you're like, fantastic. I need to get off alcohol <laughs> and you start doing coke, like, Don't yeah, okay, it. you're never gonna drink again. Go have fun with your horrible fucking life. Is it too hot in here for you? I'm 
closing the window in case anyone hears us screwed about fucking coke and shit. Um, <sighs> nobody do that shit. It can ruin your life, but uh, <laughs> fucking people did enjoy it for the time that it Our did message last. really isn't coming across no. that way, is it? <laughs> Lozenges with cocaine were sold for toothaches and cocaine used for a cure for... Sh- wow. Wow. It was used for shyness in children. What's shyness? Shyness. Like, you're shy? Here, give your kid cocaine. He will fucking talk your ear off. Oh, my God. That's fucking wild. And that was according to Cocaine Nation, which I don't know what Cocaine Nation is. He will talk to everybody. Everybody. That's fucking wild. For Coke snuffs. Snorted, starter kit. Mark. Four assorted tins. Send $3 to Strawberry Kingdom. Wow. Florida. Coke, Coke snuff. Miami. Is tobacco, methanol, and fragrance. Sprinkle it in ask your smoke it, or ask, snort it. Ask it for your head. Sh- ask for it at your head shop. Seventy-five cents per ton. Wow! Tank. They used okay. to have head shops I know, that's before wild. it became illegal. You can describe the picture, Billy. It's just a guy with a giant ass fucking nose. What uh, would you call that? Um, kidding, kidding. Billy's nose. Kidding. <laughs> Cocaine, the thrill that kills. Hey, there's a fucking one that actually... That's that's true. This is when they started doing the stuff like Reefer Madness, where they were like, Reefer Madness is stupid, but like this specific thing, which there's a uh, talks to eventually do like a commentary on Reefer Madness, because I've maybe seen these bits and pieces of it. Warning to every parent. You're right. It is a fucking thrill as fuck, but it fucks you. That's when they started realizing it was bad for you. Now she can cook breakfast again. <laughs> Mornadine. <laughs> when you prescribe new Mornadine. Uh, so that's probably... What's Mornadine? Uh, well, uh, it's got to be Coke, you think? <laughs> Something like that. United or States Martin, uh, Hay Fever Association called cocaine their official remedy in 1884. And this recommendation carried into the beginning of the 20th century. In the 1890s, the Sears Roebuck catalog advertised a cocaine kit with um, a hypodermic fucking syringe... For a dollar fifty, wow! Inject your fucking cocaine, no one like you. Uh, and by nineteen hundreds, a gram of cocaine could be bought by at any pharmacy in the United States for twenty five cents. A gram of coke, twenty five cents. That's like a hundred now with inflation. That's like one hundred fifty bucks. No, we just went over that. That's forty dollars. What do you mean? Or you say nineteen eighty? No, 1900s. So even 25 yeah, so cents. So 18 we just did 18.80. 15 cents was $30. Yeah. So 25 yeah. cents is probably about, yeah, 45 bucks roughly. 40 45 bucks. That's wild, man. Wild. That's that's a that's actually that's a decent price, but that's not that far off with what we pay today. The gram of coke today is what? Like Do 70? You know, Billy? Like I it, <laughs> Kind of, but no. Like what? Like 60, 70, I think. That's, I Does it go more now? It's been a couple of years. I don't fucking know. I don't, uh, I don't know. I'm not do you, actively going out. I'm not saying you. It. I'm saying, do you know anybody? I feel like conversations come up and shit. I like had that. a buddy that was like, do you, do, you, uh, do you know anyone or need any of this like, um, like last year? And I was like, no, it almost killed me. <laughs> so no, it was like, so no, no. Wish it did. Yeah, I bet you did. You're very lonely in life, Billy. You would have no friends. I am your only friend. Except for Alex. Alex, we're going to get back on the show eventually. I have other friends, you cocksucker. No, you don't. You just don't know them. I keep Billy They're fucking in my tethered head. in my You don't head. know them. You haven't seen them. I keep Billy tethered in my basement. They treat me better than you do. <laughs> so you want to get into this? Sure. That's it. 
The idle brain tonic. Fucking sakes. It's fucking... Dude, my eyes are not working. Specific for headaches. Delightful uh, summer and winter beverage. And we're going to talk about Coca-Cola Classic. John Stinth's per Pendebra, Pen Penburton was trying to create a morphine substitute Penburton. 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 <laughs> was trying to create a morphine substitute to combat his own addiction. Okay. And it was made in the process uh and it was made in this process that Coca-Cola was invented. He's like, I am a fucking drug addict. I need a drug to help me not be a drug addict. You know what's crazy? What? I used Coke today to stop drinking alcohol. Coca-Cola, I feel like it's worse than If I drink Coke, like I don't drink alcohol. No, it's it's not the fact that it's bad for you. It's the fact that you're weaning off the fact that your mind's getting altered because your mind doesn't get altered off drinking pop. But your insides do. That's fine. But <laughs> That's at, fine. At, no, I'm saying at a level of being like most of this addiction in general is hand to mouth addiction. Yeah. That's why I have a vape with me 24 seven. Like I could fucking probably quit smoking. Do at mushrooms. This point. It will cut your addiction. Or I can just enjoy my life and keep suppressing everything. It's and true. How about, um, I, 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 as much as maybe I don't look it, I am probably the healthiest I've ever been in my life. As much as I don't look at it, originally known as uh, Pendleton's French wine cola, the syrup was made out of uh, cola nuts and coca leaves and said to be a remedy for uh, ailments ranging from headaches to morphine addiction. That is fucking wild. The name Coca-Cola came from Frank Mason Robinson, um, Pendleton's. Penn Burton's bookkeeper who suggested the name based on the drink of two main ingredients, uh, according to rewind and capture one's cola one's Coke. Yeah. Coca-Cola. <laughs> the name you changed fucking marketing of, genius. The name changed out of the alcohol prohibition in Atlanta. Although the law and alcohol prohibit uh, a prohibition only lasted one year, which you talked about. Look, this your episode, the history of alcohol. Uh, by that point, the name change stuck. Crazy. In addition with saloon, Mark Pendergast notes that although Coca-Cola never contained, uh, never contained added cocaine, meaning that the white powder around the time wasn't added to the drink, but it contained a fluid extract of coca leaves, which contains cocaine. So it's like, we didn't put the powder in it, but we did soak it in coca leaves. Yeah. Like cocaine leaves. It had coke. Not coca leaves. That's chocolate. But but like, like I said, coca leaves, I guess it is. What the fuck is chocolate is coca, isn't it? Coca powder. I'm confusing myself. By 1887, it was available in pharmacies, rights in history by day, sold at five cents a glass, a medicine to improve energy levels and help those battling colds, which I feel like. Sure, there's a fuckload of sugar I in it, too. I feel like it would suppress your colds. Uh, for a bit, but then you would. I feel like you get sicker. Billy, tell me about Snow this. No shoveler. <laughs> they got a feature. It's a complete line of 14 karat gold and sterling silver cocaine paraphernalia. Is that wild? This, is, co- this is a real thing. Coca paraphernalia. You can send in your ad to get this Coke shovel. It's, that, it's like a key, but it's a shovel. Look how much money it is. 75 fucking dollars. Or is it 75 it's seventy five dollars. Seventy five dollars. What year is this? What uh, year? 
doesn't say. I would. I honestly, truly, truly, I would guess like nineteen hundreds. That if it's like, early, like, like if, 1890 maybe. Okay, if it's eighteen ninety, that is equivalent to about four thousand dollars. Wild. And know what's crazy too? Um, it, it's wild that they would advertise this all around. But one thing I was talking about my buddy that. Oh, I guess it's gold. That loved, you're you're yeah, storing your coke yeah. with gold. Okay, my buddy that's that loved so coke, he said he was like, "It's not a poor man's drug." And I was like, and I joked with him. I was like, "It'll turn you into a poor man, though." Mm-hmm. But it's not a poor man's drug because you you have to. It's it's fucking expensive. It's it's fucking crazy yeah. expensive. And then and then that's why people lead to where like I can't afford this anymore. And then they fucking do fucking like then like how can I do some crack? I guess scissor. Crack, crack, yeah, crack will fucking... Cough syrup will fuck you up, too. I started doing drugs when I was little, just like you, fellas. In several medical journals, Hatch published an article recommending the use of heroin as a cough suppressant, saying that it was effective for all ages before long, uh, other than medical uh, medical journals were citing his article, heroin doses where it would range from 5 to 10 milligrams, but bottles of uh, 5 grams were sold for a time. That's fucking wild. Crazy. So much heroin. Uh, morphine syrup for children. <laughs> yes. Kids version. No way you got that. <laughs> Yeah, giving your kids heroin is probably a dumb way to die. (laughs) You know how you like heroin? You know how you want to give it to your kids? Introducing slighter, less version of heroin. (laughs) This is what I was talking about. The tonics and stuff that they would sell would be like fucking cheapest cheapest specific for relief of coughs. Wild. So crazy. Buyer pharmaceutical products. And it's crazy because they still do it to this day. The pharmaceutical company still does this to this day, and they sell you drugs that do make you addicted and can fucking completely hurt your health and make you fucking super unhealthy and fucking give you scars on your heart and all sorts of fucking things. But this is like, well, it's not cocaine or heroin, so... But it's a version my, of it. My heart's had scars before. Like the, I can take some like the oxy scars. Thing. I like scars. They sell people Oxycontin was a huge fucking thing. Oxycontin was old. I knew friends that were fucking getting prescribed that shit when they were younger. And like, and people were getting oxys everywhere. And they became this fucking like big thing. We're like, oh, I got oxys. Actually, the, people- states, the states were a lot worse for that for Canada. There was actually one instance where my friend was actually a national rugby player. Um, he popped out his knee in his tour through the state cities uh, playing rugby. Yeah. He popped out his knee. They sent him to the hospital. For popping out your kneecap, they prescribed him Vicodin. Wow. That's Isn't that fucking, fucking nuts? That's it, crazy. His mom was that's like, what fuck fucking, no. That's what Chandler Bing was addicted to. Vicodin? He was addicted to Vicodin and um, cocaine. Like a big, he, got, he talks about it all the time. And he, people try to call him as drug addiction. And he's like, man, this fucking shit almost fucking killed me, man. Um, another medicine. Just look at the, there's cocaine the cocaine tooth, tooth drop fucking shit. Is that wild? That is wild. You like this one? The Dutch boys lead party. A paint book for girls and boys. And it contained lead. <laughs> so it fucking could easily kill you. Wild shit. Yes, uh, another medicine was uh, for children was Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup, which contained alcohol and morphine. And according to the Museum of Healthcare at Kingston, it contained 65 grams of morphine per ounce, which meant uh, that a spoonful of syrup was equivalent to about 20 drops of laundrium, which that that, that fucking, essentially that heroin fucking shit. But um, 
And how... Uh, that's fucked. That's a lot. Uh, ultimately, Mrs. Winslow's soothing syrup contains such high doses of morphine in just a single teaspoon that when the American Medical Association published uh, Nostrium and Quackery... It's like, you fuck your quackery. You fucking doctors are quacks, man. Uh, Mr. Mister, it's funny because they, they call legit doctors that now that are speaking against them. Uh, Mrs. Mr. Winslow's soothing syrup uh, was mentioned in the section of, in the section baby killers. Mm-hmm wild although it is impossible to know how exactly how many children died from miss mr winslow's soothing syrup i wonder who mr winslow where i don't want to read that now sucking hitler's dick in hell uh since there's oh <laughs> are no precise statistics according to the well uh welcome welcome collection several children in california fell into comas and died from the syrup in the 1860s alone mm. which is crazy and, and and they were being told this by doctors so for everyone like that wants to fucking trust so highly in the fucking pharmaceutical company industry and doctors and stuff like that uh they're just uh, essentially peddling drugs that they're being sold and getting a paycheck from that that happened in the giving kids ritalin or any sorts of fucking drugs they yeah, were peddling no it to, and being like oh, you know like here and they'll be like well i get a portion essentially so they sell okay they sell 600 kids or they they give 600 kids ritalin even in canada where it's like we have free health care so why would they, they they're still making money because they get a portion of the cut much like a fucking drug dealer. Mm. So all this stuff is real. And people are like, no, that can't happen. We have regulations now. It's like, no, this fucking... It, it, and I want to make the point, right? Is if people want to trust the government. Governments are founded on corporations. For the people that don't understand it yet, that's existed for... I think since governments have been created. You shouldn't have lobbyists in government where people can lobby and fund government campaigns and mm-hmm. give the Clintons or the Bushes or the Obamas or the Bidens money or Trump or anyone else. You should be able to give politicians money to sway their opinion on based on fucking <coughs> shit. It's wild. Money runs everything, though. Yeah, it's true. What are you going to do? I know. Fucking corporations own governments. Governments are founded on corporations. Uh, so overall, it's estimated that a thousand kids end up dying from morphine overdoses or withdrawals due what, to the what time syrup. frame sorry uh they said well they said Nick a thousand ate, total uh i think over the time span of when this drug the the soothing syrup oh, that's was not on that the market, much but it could have been the, the, it said, out for a while it said they they fell into a coma several children <coughs> fell into a coma and died in the 1860s alone so several so you know and how many people were taking this you have to do this yeah that's actually that. not that bad to be honest that that's not a bad ratio so the soothing syrup had been uh, I'm not local market it. i know and, <laughs> and despite its notorious reputation was advertising in the product in australia in the 1920s so after oh, okay. after they took it away and like let's give it to the fucking colonist over there to the aussies <laughs> so uh poppers for your heart up. what do um what do poppers yeah because that would be called you're a fucking you're a oh, what do they call us the white the what, what do they call white people honkies no they call them you're colonizer you fucking colonizer hey i was just placed here i don't i didn't fucking choose to be here i didn't even choose to exist i just happened i came out of my mom's vagina and i'm here so fuck well, off the, nobody move. chooses to fucking live then move i know poppers for your heart kate what do you know as poppers poppers around here are tobacco and weed mixed out of a bong hit do you know about the gay drug poppers 
No, no. So there's a, a drug. I've tried it. I'm not gonna lie. It, it's it, what, it's just known in the gay community or whatever. It's essentially it's like kind of like shoe polish or something like that. It's it's oh, really bad. Okay. And so you they used to sell in like sex stores. Like you, anyone could get it. Um and shoe would, polish at sex stores. It's it that's they, <laughs> it's kind of like that. <laughs> it's super sexy. <laughs> um, but you inhale it and it makes you super stiff and horny. But oh. if you take too much of it, it can give you a massive headache. I've tried. I've, I've, I, me and Chelsea, I've tried. Uh, we, you know, it's just it was something I, I had from a buddy or some shit. And he's like, and I was like, oh, I'll try it or whatever. And he gave it to me. And you just kind of go, you just like it's like in a bottle, and you just whiff the bottle. You open it up and just whiff it, and like just like a little whiff of it, and it just makes you fucking super horny. Um, and it's it's supposed to be used in the gay community to like loosen the the butthole. To allow okay. penetration. All right. Oh, okay, um, that's why. Supposedly, so you just go, but it also makes you like rock hard. Mm. You can just like fucking bang, right? And uh, it's really bad for your brain. So, uh, but this is something totally different. So uh, poppers for your heart when is that? What happens after thirty? You're not able to get rock hard anymore. I can still get fucking rock. You want to see? I'm rock hard right now. <laughs> I've been rock hard this entire time. Uh, when <laughs> this entire <laughs> fucking podcast, we've been just rolling. When uh, uh, Amelie. Nyright was synthesizing some fucking French chemist. Um, in 1844, he noted down some of the physical effects that came from smelling the chemical vapors. So maybe it is the same thing. Okay. The effects included feeling lightheaded, now and uh, not known due to drop in known to not known to drop in blood pressure. And over 20 years after the uh, chemical was synthesized, British um, f- Philly. F- Physiologist. Here comes the part of the podcast <laughs> uh, where we start to read words. That physiologist. Aren't words. That sounds weird to me. Oh, buddy, I that, how I have physied so how many. How would you say that? Physiologist. What? No, it's not. That's not how you spell psychologist. Where the fucking is the C? P H Y is psych. Not phys. It can be. No, it can't be, Tom. How do you spell physical, fucker? How do you spell that? Hmm? Yeah, you got it. <laughs> you right, that's shit. fair. Yeah. In that sense, that's, that's not a. I know how to spell psychology. You fucking idiot. That's phy- physiologist. Physiologist. Psychologist. No. Oh my god. If anyone's listening on Twitch, it's psychologist. P H Y S O. I. Oh my! I'm gonna fucking. I'm gonna murder you. I'm gonna murder you in your sleep, Billy. Psychologist. No, it's not. Watch. You're gonna be like so embarrassed right now. Oh, you said physiologist, so I'm good. All right, wait, wait. Here we go. Oh, I got it. I got it for you there, fucker. Physiologist. I said it right. Physiologist. Uh, one more again? Physiologist. And one more time? Physiologist. I said Psychology. it right. Physiologist. I literally That's said it right. Not, you didn't type that right. I did. It's you didn't. You typed it F I Z Z. No, no, I didn't. Literally, I looked at. I don't, look. F I Z Z Y S. Physiologist. Physiologist. F I Z Z Y. How do you spell that? 
physical. Physicality is not spelt with fucking F. Um, so whatever. Phy- a physiologist, which I literally said right. So people, I'll, I'll leave this in. What does it mean? What does it mean, Tom? Uh, it? Benjamin uh, Ward. Re- um, so I'll tell you what it means. You want me to fucking the definition? Uh, an expert in the study uh, of the branch of biology that deals with the normal functions of living organisms and their parts. Uh, Benjamin Wide Richardson even come to pass pass even passed it out at, to the audience at a medical conference. Reports uh, Popular Science by the 1900s. Um, Amala Amal Nyright, the guy that essentially created this drug, uh, used it to treat chest pains. Caused by insufficient blood flow to the heart. He uh, put it into a glass capsule wrapped in a cloth, also known as pearls, which were used, broken down, and they inhaled it, which is fucking wild. So, like, this is the same thing I feel like that is used during sex and shit like that. Okay. Um, because they made popper sound, the popping sound when they were crushed, they were also known as poppers. Wild. Um, this will be a fun one. You want to get into uh, the green fairy? What's the green fairy? Oh, is that weed? No. Because weed is not menthol or menthol, menthol. I absinthe. I actually absinthe. If you were, if, I fucking should have known that. If you were going, if if you were actually like, if you were staying over or whatever tonight, right? I was gonna actually get a bottle of absinthe where we try a small shot of it because you you I'm can't good. you can't get. Um, I don't care. The it's legitimate. Fucking liquor, you can't man. get the legitimate absinthe in Canada, but you can get one that's uh, one you can get is sixty five percent, and the other one's seventy five percent. It can't be. It's not the hundred proof. Seventy fucking five percent is a lot. You never tried? There's one called like Lucid Cat or something like that. It has like a kitty on it. Sixty five percent. You do two shots of that, you're fucking. That's you're good. You don't need anything else. Sixty five. That's like five Imagine shots of a regular liquor. Imagine if you could liquor. keep that under wraps, though. Like if you if you could just like two shots. I'm going to a party, and then that's all I'm having. But it would be impossible because we know alcohol does. Your brain's like, I want more. Fuck me up. Fuck me up. You that's what I mean? your brain does. <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Uh, I don't know. Your brain does the same thing. That, that's fine. Uh, the reign of the green fairy, nicknamed the green fairy, absinthe built up quite the reputation during the great drug binge. Although it was used for medical purposes by the ancient Greeks and Romans, by the 19th century it was used. For Tonight's both- folly is tomorrow's regret. I like. <laughs> is that. that what it says? Yeah, <laughs> it's fucking true. They would supposedly see the the fucking green fairy, which. Is existed even beyond the fucking uh, Euro trip. Is that remember, like a mermaid? Remember the Euro trip? Remember when he sees the fairy and they Fuck do absinthe? Man, it's been a I, long I, time since I've watched that movie. Um, so I don't remember. And it's supposedly whatever, right? That like it was an it, it intoxication of pleasure made with wormwood, which I've I would love to try. I've tried. So I've tried absinthe, the real shit, once. Um, I was at a party. Okay. And where'd you get the real shit? Um, somebody brought it from Puerto Rico. Uh, some place that like some, they had it on their shelves. Right? Okay. So, and they actually, they lit it on fire. It was a hundred proof. It was real. Okay. And then, well, so, you can light 
And you can light I, fucking, you can light I, a lot of liquor. I know that's, that's very true. That's it's very true. Uh, but it was legit. Bacardi it was real. I looked at the bottle. I know that's true. It, I looked at the bottle. It was real absinthe. And he's like, I, got, I just came back a cool. week or two ago, whatever. And I was like, all right, I'll fucking try they it. Had out. that shit on the shelves there, right? Eh? Yeah. Is it green? Is it green? Yeah. Oh shit. Like legit. And the stuff you get from the, the you can get it at the LCBO. It's, it's just clear not though, right? Real. It's not green though, is it? The one I got was green. Really? Sixty-five percent. Oh shit. Okay. Um, and I noticed recently because I only thought you get the sixty-five percent one. It's called like the Lucid Cat or something like that. Okay. And uh, there is one that I saw recently. I said to Chelsea, I was like, whoa. I was like, that's 75%. I was like, that's the highest liquor I've seen in the LCBO. Yeah, right? 100%. And uh, I was like, that's, well, 75%. That's fucking wild, right? So, and then, but when I went, I was at this party, it was for work. Everyone's already drinking. I'm already fucked up. So I called my cab. Okay. And I was like, all right, well, I'm going to call the cab before I leave because he's like, everyone's like, okay, we're gonna, whoever wants to do an absinthe shot, let's do one. And they did the sugar thing. You put the sugar cube in and you take the shot while it's lit on fire or whatever. Or like, or you blow it out and then take it. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, okay. And I called my cab. I took it and my cab came within 10 minutes and I was fucked in the cab. And it luckily, it weirdly as enough, I used to know this cab driver and I would always ask for him. And he would, I smoke, need him. He would smoke me joints. Oh, that's cool. Because I knew I knew him. He was like the owner's like son and like a chill ass. Oh, that's dude. cool shit. So he would always smoke me joints if he knew it was my. And I was like, hey, and just, late nights he would pick up the phone. I'm like, yo, you gotta pick me up. Like I'm in Brantford. If you got no other calls, like come get me. And then he smoked me a joint, and I was like, I was like, I just took a shot of absinthe. I'm fucking fucked, man. Like mm. I like just out of my mind. And I remember getting home and like it fucked me up. Like I was definitely drunk, but it was like a weird drunk. Yeah, but your weird drunk is like all the time when you're drunk. Fucking, I'm a weird drunk. Uh, so you're a fun drunk. I enjoy it. Absinthe range from ninety to one hundred and fifty proof. So ninety is still pretty fucking wild. Um, however, Mick notes that absinthe never had any hallucinogenic qualities. This myth came out of the studies done by uh, done on animals by Doctor Valentine Magnin who set out to prove that absence was to blame for the collapse of the French culture. And you know what I got to say? I love the French. They hang their politicians. We always joke with Quebec, okay? Quebec is whatever. I, I, I'm not a fan. Well, that's of, Canadian French. That's Canadian French is another trash yeah. bag to begin with. Um, just fucking kidding. If you're from Quebec, we are like actually lit. Mostly kidding. I just don't like. I've always said, you know my, you know my beef, you know my beef. Bilingual shit. It's fucking makes no sense. Everyone in Canada is bilingual, but in French Canada, there's like now every sign. Hey, that's some fucking baguette. Every sign the fromage. Fromage. Every sign will be in French because we hate those fucking pigs. Uh, so like they, they, that's my one beef is that like everything is in French. If you speak to them in English, they look mm. at you like you killed their fucking dog, like they're fucking John Wick or some shit. And it's it's strange. I don't like that. But like the French people have always known to stand up against their stuff. And for the people that think that, did you take a rail of coke? Are you good right <sighs> now? If you if you think the, listen, fucking, <laughs> if, you, if, if for the people the people that Jesus I Christ. get wild bro Jeez. I get wild if if you think that like you know the the French they stand always stand up and they were known for like executing their politicians or their their, their whatever their, their prime ministers president whatever yeah. for not uh, upholding 
to the people and what the people wanted. Yeah. And for the people that think that they're they're caught that this huge protest with millions of people is because they were raising the retirement age from sixty two to sixty four, you're not paying attention because it, it it's funny how why they want to ban TikTok. I just want to make this little this little fucking rant. Here for a we second. go. Uh, is because <laughs> little rant. If you go on Instagram and you type in f- France. You want you'll see like fun images of being at a French bar, or whatever. If you go on TikTok and you write France, you will see tons of videos of their protests. They broke into BlackRock. BlackRock is a company that owns like the military industrial complex. They run fucking everything with Vanguard. They buy up all the properties around the world. BlackRock and Vanguard are horrible companies that are trying to turn this fucking world into a slave system. They're the ones that are going to rebuild Ukraine because they make so much money off the industrial war complex that once Ukraine is destroyed by Russia because Russia's not going to back down, that BlackRock will come in and fix Ukraine. Mm -hmm. After all the people are fucking dead, they're like, we make tons of money off this. And that's why I like Russell Brand, because Russell Brand brings to the point of, like, you can't have an industry that makes money off of war, so when they're in war, they make more money. You can't have pharmaceutical companies making money off of pandemics and all this shit, right? So the French are protesting en masse. And good for them. That's awesome. And people are like, "That's fantastic." People are like, "Why can't Canada do it?" Because we're too spread out, and they know that. Because a lot of people that fight for freedom and stuff like that, and want to stop the government encroaching on the how, rights. How and big liberties. is France in comparison to Canada? Fucking like Ontario. He's not that. But it's probably close. Um, it's not that big comparative to how the grand scheme of how big it's like one province. Not even compared to how big Canada is, and we're too widespread to ever make. Um, that's why the, obviously the freedom convoy and all the shit people tried, but it's people that are so spread out. That's oh, why wow. Crazy. If you put how big is France compared to, and don't type anything else, it's the very first thing that comes up is Ontario. Wow. So how big is it? Uh, one sec. I didn't click it yet. Geographically, Ontario is Canada's wow. second largest province, obviously, uh, an area larger than France and Spain wow. combined. Isn't that wild? That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, that that they, I truly believe why we're the testing grounds, like Australia is, but more like Canada, is the testing grounds for this, like, um, France is 551,000 kilometers squared. Mm-hmm. 551,000 kilometers squared. How big is Ontario? 500. 1.76 million. It's wow. double. Ontario is double. Double that's the crazy. size. So that's why of they can all France. band together. So that, that's my whole point of like it's half of Ontario. Yeah. If, if, if you yo, okay, that's fucked. For all like you have the liberals right that are like completely brainwashed and to have no idea what they're even spewing out of the fucking when they talk and stuff like that. They're like, I love government. You can own my entire life. Make sure that you check my bank account and what I'm spending money on and tax me on my carbon tax. Like all those people that are like completely conditioned by that means. But the thing is, this is why Canada. It's it, why we can't stamp a because you have in Ontario and in Quebec, there's a lot of fucking people that are just conditioned and brainwashed. But you have out west, like a lot of people out west, probably like millions of people could would stand up. But the thing is, because we're so widespread, Manitoba, there's a lot of people all over Canada. Because we're so fucking widespread, like the states, it's hard to... You know what I mean? It's hard to actually make a fucking difference. So, um... You know, good for the fucking French because I will give them props all day long. And if you speak That's English insane. and you can listen to this, they're they're like they're the co- there has been firefighters on uh, mass and cops that have actually put down their fucking their helmets and their bayonets and everything they've had and actually stood on the side with the people. 
there was there was a video of the firefighters laying down their stuff, and they were the firefighters at the front of the line. It's giving me chills talking about this of marching with these people, and I believe that they're starting like they're starting something. People around the world are starting to clue in that the government hates you, doesn't care about you, it doesn't Damn. have your best interests, making fucking billions of dollars, sending it to foreign countries to launder money through war. That's exactly how this goes. You don't see that yet. Why do we have war after war after war? Sorry for my rant, but it's fucking, it's true, man. War after war after war, fucking laundering money through all these fucking wars, Afghanistan, Iraq, fucking World War One, Two. So absinthe became associated with artists because it was in French. People are drinking, wee mm-hmm. wee, oui, oui, fucking, you know, like, you know, drinking their wine, painting with their baguettes and all that shit. Painting with their baguettes. <laughs> but, uh, but it Yo, may- Do you think that, that created good paint? Is that what Da Vinci used, do you think? It's just like just slapping a baguette out of it. Is Da Vinci French? He's, he sounds French. Da, da Vinci? Yeah, he's got to be French, right? Now that you say that, now <laughs> I'm confused, but like, Yes. I love, I have a stupid new Google phone, which I fucking hate, but um, it's it's easy to do. Was Da Vinci French? Yes. According to Culture Trip, the unknown life of Leonardo da Vinci in France. Leonardo da Vinci is universally acknowledged as the quintessential Renaissance man. The Italian-born... Poly- All right, shut the fuck up. He's Italian. Italian. But he lived in France. Yeah, but he's Italian. Yeah. Oh, shit. He's Italian. I, thought, I always thought he was French. No shit. So yeah, it's fucking talking to this lady for some reason. Like showing an image as this guy like seeing this fucking this green woman. Oh, because she's naked. Yeah, he's like he's lonely and she's naked. But it's probably it, it, I don't know where this image comes from because it says it, it, they tested this. Mm. Um, but supposedly because it it uh, it was associated with artists, but it may have been because it was cheap, uh, but not hallucinogenic. Which I don't seems like it might have been an hallucinogenic at yeah. that level. Alcohol has never been like that though, because you can get fucked up and you don't see shit. After yeah, wine true. vineyards were almost completely destroyed uh, by uh, a- apids, those like fucking those creepy bugs that mm-hmm. smell and shit uh, during the Great French Wine Blight. Of uh, the 1870s, wine became too expensive of the lower classes, and absence was saw as a huge spike in consumption. It's so much alcohol, though. You would think it would be more expensive because it's 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 so. But you know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that weird? Uh, but it didn't stop the association from forming in people's minds. Right? Science history, and when Jean Lanfray murdered three people, Ooh, I would actually like to talk about that on the podcast. Okay. Uh, in August 1905, after drinking two shots of absinthe, seven glasses of wine, black coffee with brandy, and another liter of wine in Switzerland, it was decided that absinthe was to blame. So, all right, well, he drank absinthe, two shots of it, so he's a fucking maniac, but he also had seven glasses of wine and black coffee with brandy, another, another liter of wine when he went to Switzerland. It's almost a bottle. That's fucking wild. But seven glasses of wi- of wine is it's how big? Way more than how, how big is the glass? Yes, I'm saying. Well, if there's six, uh, let's say six ounces of standard glass, seven yeah. times six is what? Uh, seven, fourteen, twenty-one, twenty-eight, thirty-five, forty-two. Quick maths. Uh, Quick sorry, maths. how many glasses? Seven. Seven glasses. Yeah, so it's forty-two. Or sorry, so wild. six, twelve, eighteen, twenty-four, thirty. 30, 36, 42. Yeah, 42 ounces. So by the 1900s. That's, more, that's two bottles. Almost. And then plus his coffee brandy, which I must do drink of that shit. Well, then, and, and like, then another liter. So you drank like three bottles of wine. I'm sure you Coffee brandy. Up. That's three but bottles even the of wine. Is so strong. Like if you gave Richard Ramirez 
two shots of absinthe. I'm sure that he would have murdered an entire town and well, be like, what did I do? <laughs> you know, this this gentleman just topped all-time liquor consumption. One shot of absinthe, like a hundred, yeah. it's a hundred percent, right? Yeah. Or it's like ninety-five yeah. or whatever, right? Yeah, and then he's like, "I'm feeling woozy." Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, <laughs> so ninety-five percent of absinthe is what? So a regular shot of liquor, let's say, is like thirty-eight to forty percent. Yeah. So one shot's like two and a half shots. Mm-hmm. So he just drank five shots of straight liquor. Yeah. Four bottles of wine, and then whatever the fuck was in that brandy. Yeah, which is fucking wild. So that then he's like, wow. go up to people and be like, now you gotta die. Those are the rules. I'm fucked up. <laughs> those, those, them's the rules. I'm sorry. And so Pope, popes and cocaine wine. This is wild. So you love, we know why you love popes. In the 18th century, Angelino Marion created Vin Marion, a wine that included, I might be pronouncing these words wrong, so don't fucking murder me, included coca leaves. It was uh, well received and, and praised by not one, but two popes. And they loved it. Contained six milligrams of cocaine per ounce. And it started yeah, exporting sure they it to the United it. They States. They enjoyed that a lot, did they? Crazy. Wa- cocaine and wine. It increased cocaine in his wine by 20% just to compete with cocaine wine that already came out in the market in America. So they were already selling this stuff. And then his wine came into America. And he's like, my cocaine wine is better than your cocaine wine. Because I got more cocaine in it. <laughs> That's fucking wild. That's insane. And when you realize how much Pope Leo loved his coke wine, it suddenly makes sense of how he was able to write... Um, his, his supposedly all this stuff that he wrote in history, um, cause it's then other popes in history. Cause he wrote writing 88 out of 240 that have been written according to him. So how I guess, 88 out of 240 uh, so I guess books. Po- uh, yeah. Cause I guess popes write some like uh, creeds essentially of like, you must follow this. And, oh, he wrote 88 of the 240 creeds. Uh, yeah. At that time, like of how you would write certain rules and things of like what you should abide by because we're popes and God will love you. Meanwhile, this guy's fucked out of his mind on coke. He's just going ham. So seems like he took a bunch of Adderall and just stayed up on. I will just kind of mention this because for the true fans, uh, this is on because it was a wild time on Strange Root Podcast. Wild time. Go check out the Soldiers on Drugs episode that's now on Patreon. I don't even want to listen to that it's stuff anymore. It's fucking fun. No, it was fun. Listening back to that episode when I put it on Patreon, I'm like, yeah, we're kind of incoherently drunk, but you can still listen and understand what we're talking about. <laughs> but it was wild because, like, back in the day, right, there was an epidemic in Britain because uh, the soldiers from C- Canada were doing so much coke that it caused, like, an epidemic. We were doing mm. so much, and they called us snow troopers for that shit. So for the first two years of World War One, British soldiers at the front line received gifts from their loved ones, which filled with drugs to make their time less horrific, which, of course, like... I believe that that I, I do believe that they were sent to war in an unjust war so they can fucking yeah, funnel yeah. money to the top. You know, my fucking view. Yeah. 100%. Um, but in there, there's actually morphine sent that was used as a painkiller while cocaine was helped to keep soldiers going. Obviously, then you have like Hitler putting meth in the water. Um, and also <laughs> meth was sold everywhere, but also giving the soldiers meth and then the soldiers like the Canadians or British or the allies were like, how the fuck? They're not sleeping, How are they keep, Why? Because they kept push, pushing and pushing. And Hitler was like, if they die, they die. You keep know, it like going, I buddy. Drago, you know? Just keep it going. Dumb ways to die. 
Yes. So many. You listen, you little bitch. To die. <laughs> so obviously, they, 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 tons of soldiers were shooting up fucking cocaine, uh, codeine. Uh, they were using hemp, Codeine's heroin, morphine, opium. Uh, fucking wild. <laughs> I love how hemp made the list. <laughs> yeah. Well, obviously, soldiers smoke weed. Small War Journal writes that British soldiers weren't. The only ones supplied with cocaine during the World War One, Canadian soldiers were given, were also given coke in their med kits, and the German and French pilots also were known for using coke. Probably pilots. Wild man. Oh, they're they're up. They're they're attentive. They're alerted. So we're breaking it down. We're getting back. We're getting we're getting closer to when obviously this kind of all kind of came to a head, and they're like, "Whoa, everyone's addicted to drugs." So, so when did they come to closer to a head? So by the start of the first century, uh, by the start of the first decade of the twentieth century, the Great okay. Drug Range started to wind down with uh, the signing of the nineteen twelve International Opium Convention, where everyone just went and shut up heroin. I'm just kidding, but the first international drug treaty, uh, the International Opium Convention. It sounds like <laughs> does sound like, sounds a bunch like they're all pairing together to do opium. Well, no, it's it sounds like a bunch of nerds, right, being like going to like <laughs> an opium convention. <laughs> yeah, okay. Which, it's all these heroin this fucking This is addicts. cube morphine. Wow, what is he man. pointing at? It's delicious. It's, it's a it's, sulfate it's, morphine. Yeah, I don't know. Morphine to this day, the purity of this product. Why is he he's pointing at the like the skull and bone shit? Yeah, well it's one yeah, ounce. it's gonna kill you. <laughs> one ounce. American druggist. Which they before they called them pharmacy, uh, like like the pharmacies and pharmacists. They were called druggist, which is is wild. And They're even, called druggist. Um, who uh, there's this? I think it was, I love how the ist always. Step, I will shout out like I, Russell Brand show, incredible, great, amazing podcast mm. because he does it in this like comedic kind of way and has all these very interesting intellectual guests on, and they were talking, um. Uh, more or less about how like drug is such an encompassing word that like mushrooms and al- uh, and weed and and heroin and cocaine are all drugs. It's such a fucking so if you're like oh you're a drug addict you're doing mushrooms it's like no nah, you can't get fucking addicted to that shit. Try doing that shit every day. I dare you. You you <laughs> it won't feel good. You'll be throwing up fucking everywhere. So it is weird this encompassing term where it's like anything that's a drug is bad. But then the yeah, pharmaceutical yeah. drugs are also equally like. Worse than anything that comes from nature, right? Yeah, for sure. But uh, it is. It sounds like a bunch of like heroin addicts are showing up to this convention. Be like, man, I want to try. Uh, this booth has the greatest. You can smoke it. You can snort it. Like scratching themselves and shit. Like it just reminds me of a bunch of nerds. But they're like, they're like connoisseurs of <laughs> of, of like the of heroin and opium. You know, like, you don't even know what brand you're. What, br- <laughs> what brand you got? You got, yo, <laughs> I'm over here with Gucci. Like, you don't even... Don't talk to me. After a hectic day, take Nervin. It's wild that they would just give, like... This is a, I'm pretty sure, opium tonic uh, that they would give women, which is wild. Charlie's freaking out. Give me a little bit of that. Ooh, Charlie's having a spaz here. Uh, so the first international drug treaty. So they were trying to control its exports and control its harmful um, derivatives, according to uh, the United States um, Offices of Drugs on Crime. Yeah, Signed yeah. on January 23rd, 1912 at the Hughes and Netherlands International Opium Convention was eventually replaced by the single convention of, on narcotics in 1916. 
but it established the framework for international drug policies that continue and exist till 2021. You know what's fucked up about that timeline? Is that timeline is saying that we really harped down on drugs just before Hitler went mad. How do you do this? You, no, you just haul. You don't do anything. You just haul. Oh, you fucked it up. I don't know how to... Oh, it's a... No, it's luck. I don't understand vapes anymore. I haven't I'm vaped sorry. in so long. What'd you do? I don't I know. It's unlocked. It says there's a Oh, you turned button. it off. I don't know how to fucking use these things anymore. You don't do anything. You just fucking haul. Nice. One sec, one sec. You're still addicted to this stuff. Yeah, you just turned it off. Just haul. Just don't do anything. <laughs> well, this is a good... <coughs> Man, back in the day, <coughs> vaping... <laughs> it's crazy addicting, bro. It's like heroin. It's a drug. <laughs> hey, I actually heard this shit cures depression. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it makes you fucking. It, supposedly, when you're vaping consistently, it actually builds up this thing in this tolerance in your body, and uh, it actually makes you like fucking can't sleep. And there's tons of things that. Are- oh, I sleep just fine. Um, so obviously, so they're pushing for all the stuff and everything to be consolidated so they can control the drug flow and they kind of want to, I think they saw the opportunity to make money out of this as a whole, but suppress it in a, in a way. And then obviously the Harris, uh, the Harrison Narcotics Act of 1914, which is also, we kind of mentioned quickly on the history of marijuana episode. Cause that kind of encompasses the same thing. Cause two years after signing the international opium convention, the United States institution for their own regulation of drug trafficking law, known as the Harrison narcotics act tax act. It's all about taxes. Everybody tax you at the ass. Gotta We're not building money. fucking Gotta roads. We're sending it to Ukraine. Um, although the Harrison act didn't ban drugs outright, it taxed opium and cocaine. In addition to requiring all manufacturers and distributors to, re- uh, to actually register with the federal government per the King County bar association. So the government wants to own everything. They want to own you. They want to own your lives. Your birth certificate is a literally a documentation saying the government does own you. So a lot of crazy things going on in the world and always have been. And despite the fact that Congress uh, power to regulate in. Why is your birth certificate a thing that says the government owns you? Because it's a document essentially that says that you are owned by the state. So if your parents are the legal duty of taking care of you, whatever, the government actually has the right to take over that child. That's why there was parents that are fighting against us. If they didn't get their kids, the, the thing thing, that little thing thing that everyone needed to get. I, the time. Yeah, I think everyone's on the same <laughs> board as you. Right um, now. That there was parents that actually like their, the one lady had her kid taken away for not doing it. There was, there were numerous cases of this in certain States. Um, so, and that's why, and there was, I told you about that video in Canada of that politician that said that the state owns your children. I don't know why I just came up with this, but could you imagine? And I guarantee you there's somebody out there trying to do this. Have your kid at home birth. Yeah. And you don't tell anyone. That's what you I know. don't know. Listen, yeah. you don't yeah. bring it to school. You know, this kid's never going to be normal. <laughs> yeah. And then you go, you're going to be my gunner. I bet you there's people out there that's like, go murder whoever you want. No one knows you exist. I, and it's I, like, go kill that person. And it kills it. And it's like, you can't find this person because he's yeah. nowhere. I'm sure that exists. And I'll just play this. Could you imagine? For Could this? you imagine? I'll, I'll make a reference to it because we are at the. I don't want to give people this. ideas because that's no, fun. But... What did you just say? I bet that's that a fucked. negative, disparaging remark about my son. About my Billy? No, Billy was a good <laughs> boy. 
Billy is a good boy. You did a He's bang a up boy. job, Mrs. Loomis. Not wise to patronize me with a gun, Sydney. Randy spoke poorly of Billy, and I got a little knife happy. <sighs> Don't speak poorly about Billy. Um, Billy's a good boy. I, I kept that clip because I wanted to play it on the show with you. Billy's a good boy. It's, 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 it's for, if people that don't know, it's from Scream 2. And she play, she's playing this character and she's Debbie Salt. So her motive is that she's she wants to kill Sydney because she killed her son. Much like the newest one, which I'll mm. get into with the fucking first class horror. But um, is that and then she says that Debbie Salt the, doesn't exist. So yeah, she can yeah. get away with it because she creates this character that doesn't exist. So it wouldn't even matter, right? So it is a kind of good point that, like, you... I'm sure there is someone in history that has done that. Or currently, or currently is trying to do that. Like those preppers. And I'm not saying that the preppers are completely crazy because, to me... The preppers? It, the, the doomsday, like doomsday? preppers. Oh, yeah. okay. okay. Because I, you know what? It want to be fun? Let's do an episode on that. Doomsday Prepper? Yeah. I it, seems, it seems like it's like a one-page... Uh, no, you, just, there is, you buy as much Chef Boyardee as you is, can. There is more depth to that whole thing. <laughs> okay. That's what the whole show is about, Doomsday Preppers. Oh, but gotcha. obviously, it was this whole thing to curb addiction. And that was the, the whole thing of like... It was protected uh, from the people with government interference. Mm. And it was essentially, since the language of the act was so vague... Uh, soon uncovered the U.S. Treasury agents were arrested. They're arresting thousands of doctors and pharmacists and obviously immediately a- anti-drug laws coming to effect targeting minority groups, including Chinese, black, and Mexican people. So in a weird fucking way, they for so long, drugs were completely legal, right? And obviously there's tons of people that are addicted to it, probably fucked their mental health, killing kids, all, all sorts of things, right? But they use this as a tactic to target minorities and and keep the industrial prison system going, right? Because people are like, no, we actually, we pay taxes to keep people in prison. It's like, nah, it's, they make tons of money off of people that are working in prisons. Vinny passes a whole song about that where they, they, they're making clothes from McDonald's and Applebee's and they do things like that essentially where they actually make, the more there is in a, independently owned prisons that make Mm. money off of how many people are in the jail. And eventually I want to do an episode about the hip hop conspiracy, which supposed to be an insider talked about of, uh, he was a record executive that was around the table with all these white dudes talking about how they can influence the hip hop culture. And they created, and Eve talks about this and other people how they created gangster rap to actually push towards the population to throw more minorities, blacks, Hispanics, and people that were living into jail using things like NWA and music that would promote violence. Huh. Fucking wild, eh? It's kind of neat. Because there's that's people a, that have said that. That's a neat take. Isn't that wild? So uh, I hope people enjoyed this because this was a wild episode. And I said to Billy, I was like, I think you're going to enjoy this one because it is so crazy. It's so crazy how, you know, how drugs were so rampant for a long time and they didn't really care and, you know. Look, I know I've had my trouble with drugs in the past, but I'm addicted to coke, weed, booze, lewds, and speed, not LSD. Nobody gets gets addicted addicted to LSD. It's kind of true. (laughs) You're not even ready for tonight's thing. Am I not? It's time for Billy's Fun Okay, we're going to go... Just like the game shows, okay. I'm calling in a friend. Okay. This guy that I'm about to call is one of the most interesting humans I've ever met in my life, and okay. he knows the 
dumbest amount of most ridiculously ludicrous random shit you've ever heard of. And I'm calling him in. You ready? Call him in the fucking dash. (laughs) Well, I'm not working. Um, (laughs) I got a different thing for you, man. How you doing? Good. You're on the podcast right now because, <laughs> yeah, I have a question to ask you. Okay. And I didn't come up with a fun fact today. <laughs> so I need you and the person I know that has the most ludicrous amount of weird facts to fill in my fun fact slot. Wow. Uh, are we live? Am I, am I on the spot here? Yeah. Yes, 100% you are. You are. <laughs> yeah, you are. That's pretty impressive. Okay, give me some kind of thing to go off of here. Uh, some kind of a topic or something. We're talking about drugs. The whole episode has been about fucking drugs and the legalization of, like, drugs back in the day where people were using, like, heroin and opium and, like, cocaine so... Oh, well, heroin is opium, but so often where it was totally legal at the time. Does that help? <laughs> wow. I mean, I could rattle off things about, uh, you know, arcane facts about... When's the last time you just thought of a fact and went, huh, that's a weird thing no one else ever thought about in general? <laughs> and you're just like, that's a weird thing that I somehow know right now and I'm carrying with me in my belt. Huh. Okay. All right. Well, maybe this is a bit of a stretch, but uh, so, uh, you know, uh, mushrooms, you know, part of the family of uh, mycelium. I love uh, mushrooms. Uh, is one of the largest, uh, is actually the largest organism uh, in the world, uh, in fact. The, uh, the roots of this mycelium under the ground, connecting through trees and everything else, spans uh, in the continental U.S., I think something like uh, well, tens, I think a couple, tens of thousands of kilometers, in fact. I, lo- I, I love that fact because I also know that. <laughs> That's a cool fact. I I constantly take mushrooms. Billy is literally behind a massive mushroom poster. Beautiful. Uh, And, uh, yeah, that's... Have you... I got a question. I got a question. Have you taken uh, psilocybin before? Have you taken magic mushrooms? Do you enjoy it? Uh, That would be, uh, you know, uh, that would be uh, an affirmative. Yeah? Yeah. I, I, I constantly take uh, take mushrooms all the time. I literally have tons in my freezer right now. Um, uh, can you convince uh, Can you convince Billy to do mushrooms with me? It, he does not want to do it. He had one bad experience, and he cries like a river every time I bring it up, and he does not want to try it <laughs> again. Well, thank you, Jonas. Yeah, thank that, you. Was, that was a cool <laughs> yeah, fun fact. Yeah. I appreciate you. I appreciate it. I'll talk to you later. Uh, okay. Thanks for the call. <laughs> <laughs> Peace out, dude. All right. Awesome. That's fun. He literally said a fact that I knew, but I liked it was from someone else because, like, the mycelium structure underneath the earth is a yeah, large living organism, and it connects to, like, everything where they can actually track that 
it's like almost like a living subway system of how it like interconnects and shit. It's wild. And that's why like I told you about that theory I have, which I've said now the third time because I was like, oh, I thought I only said it on the plant cryptid episode, but I also said it on the chemtrails episode is that like when I'm on mushrooms, I believe that you're connecting with the resonancy uh, and frequency of nature mm-hmm. and that the the trees think about trees. Every nature thing is connected to mycelium because it feeds them and things that like die mm. and corrode it, it, the mushrooms feed into that and grow new life. So you're kind of connecting to everything right so mm-hmm. like my- that, i think i just found my new favorite segment just putting people on the spot and <laughs> like, telling them to tell me fun? something interesting do you like my 80s hair it's pretty good i'm growing it's up not bad, my eh? fucking hair and every time i get kind of sweaty and hot it, it's like gel <laughs> so everybody love everybody i appreciate everyone tuning into this um i figured it would be a fairly long episode considering it's all about drugs and, and there's, wild, a, lot of, it's there's a lot of drugs out there wild that this shit was like a existing for so long and like that people were just giving it to the kids wild wild stuff so obviously the best way to support us and as we're growing right is patreon but the new merch design i'm really trying to get on the side i've been busy doing other crazy shit going on uh but you know stay tuned because there's a lot of stuff coming uh go check out first class horror class horror cast uh for the episode we did on scream and we got the next version coming very soon yeah. uh so go check out everything and um yeah, don't do drugs, kids. Um, marijuana, it's not that bad. Uh, but, uh, you know, if you really want to take a journey, try psilocybin. But it's only for the people that can handle it. Uh, but don't do any other drugs made by pharmaceutical companies. They're bad. Yeah. Bad. <laughs> so bad. On this, I will stand, I will win, or I will die. Yes. Bye, guys. <laughs> Give me more brain power. <laughs> more writing schemes. You can't do that! <laughs> yes, I can! Joshua, you're gonna kill us all! No, no! They can't! <laughs> what are you doing? That is way too much power for two white men! Yeah! Hands up! Did we call it? See, that's a problem. You pick and you pick, scratch and scream, looking for inconsistencies. But don't worry, cause it don't bother me. I ain't phased, I didn't even sweat. Feel bad for you though, dude, another hood ride with a tiny deck. My work is blood and sweat. It's heart and soul, so watch it blow, cause there's no time to rest. Pull out your phone and watch me go, collecting place and bets. And plug your nose, I'm about to explode. I'm on a row and nobody knows I got a full this fresh. And the feeling's so deceiving, like holy fuck, your life have meaning? Are you still breathing? You must be cheating. Your girl looks at me just while you're speaking. So you confident, honestly, you're inadequate. Your skill matches my goddamn fucking dryer lint. On tumble dry, so fuck these guys. My watch cycle will clean blood stains off rigid Bible or Jenner's window. Hold me down, can't hit my tempo. Posture send those holy tempo. Music great deeper than tattoos. I am not laughing with, but definitely at you. Nerdy kid, pick last for shit. Pulling my pants with confidence. I'm a boss at this. Was last for a minute, caught up in the world when the coke ass fans remind them what a real rap artist is. And hey, Tom, it just came a little Hands bit. Up. Then we gone to drop. Really didn't even know that Billy needs some real in her post that coast that fiends Look in the bottom of the coke bag. You're sold out now. You're trying to get your soul back. Load that gun, put it in your dome, and hope that it goes back. You broke back, fools are so whack. I just wanted you to know that. Now.
Now hip hop is filled with feminine men. Let me begin to reshape your idea of what music is. You coolest kids, you replace real rap with stupid shit. You're useless bitch, I don't know where all the confusion is. Get the loop and spit because you're about to get fucked now. I'm dropping bombs, you better knock down. Boys, I'm a lot, cutting your guts out. Better run fast, I'm hunting you down. You're a fucking dumbass, shut your mouth. Your lungs gasp, I'll cut your tongue out. Now talk shit. Your body won't be found in bombless pit. Run and stiff, godlessness. Got your wife and kids as hostages. His wife is priceless. I'm not convinced my knife is slicing, shooting shots like Berkowitz. We fucking murder kids. You shouldn't exist. No one knows your purposes. You're a nervous bitch. Where do you get the nervous bit? Sweaty bombs and vomit. Deadly as a machete to your mom's tits. Explosive like bombs, ready Islamic. You know you're wrong, just be honest. There's only one God, and you know his name is Thomas. I fucking Fucking faggoty ass trap beats, bud. <laughs> Canadian style. <laughs> <laughs>